Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. However, wherever, whenever you're listening, this is the Root for Wisconsin show, episode 88. And we're coming at you from the Minga True Value in Riverwood Gallery Studio in De Pere, Wisconsin. A full in-house studio today, and then some. We actually had to order an extra mic because we have four people in studio. And Justin may or may not join us via Zoom. We don't know about that yet. I'm host producer Eric Fisher, Big E. Joining me, let's go around the table, starting right in front of me. We got Ramsey. Ramsey, how you doing, buddy? Down goes fish. Uh. Down goes commish fish. <laughs> it's over. We're starting to shit 2 Good luck making the playoffs there, buddy. To his right, my left, we've got Sean Klosterman. Sean, how are you doing, buddy? Doing good. And to the closest to me on this side of the table, we've got Secretary Shauna. Secretary Shauna, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you? Fantastic. So jam-packed studio, jam-packed show, lots to talk about this week. Ramsey looks like he's fired up. Always fired up to be here. Sean wasn't here last week. Neither was Shawnee. We weren't on the show last week. She was you? hammered last week. Remember? That's right. I she was came in late. not home hammered. After chugging brewskis all night I up in Door Colony with the family. I did not. That's right. You chugged us right at the very, lights. very end. No. She had one beer, but it was a it was 32 like a ounce beer. Yeah. It was, yeah. It, was okay. at least, it was at least a 60 ounce beer. At least a 60. Right. If not 70. She was drinking all night. Totally. 69 ounce past blue ribbon. Ew. Never. Sean is a Miller Lite person. Exactly. That's, I think I'd rather have a PBR, to be honest with you. Ew. I've kind of been right there with you. I've kind of been into the Miller Lite lately. I'm not going to lie. Disgusting. Shout out, Tom. Disgusting. Anyway, jam-packed show. Before we get into the show, we have to talk about our friends, Monkey Knife Fight and Raise Energy. Monkey Knife Fight, go play the contest. Put some money in your pocket, just like I did this week. Touchdown dance. Aaron Jones, Alan Lazard, David Montgomery. Didn't matter. Aaron Jones basically did all the legwork for me. Money in my pocket. You can do that as well. Also, raise energy. You can go to repsports.com, code root 4, R-O-O-T, number 4. Get 15% off any order. It's at participating Sam's Club's locations. As we found out, it is not at the Green Bay location yet. Oh. Yep. Found, found that out myself. Sean found that out the hard way, but yep. hopefully. Eric's a liar, but it's not okay. Not a liar. Not a liar. Participating Sam's Club locations. Just go to Costco. They didn't, they they didn't have, have it either. Well, I know, but that's where you should be doing your shopping at. Just saying. Whatever. Anyway. And then, as always, we start off with the episode with what we had rooted for. That is brought to you by Fanatics, over 300-plus powered stores. Fanatics, your home for college football right now with hashtag college football frenzy. Show your love for your team with your Wisconsin Badger gear, your Alabama gear, Ohio State, you name it. It's there. Fanatics.com, and when we start off with what we had root for, Sean, you weren't here last week, so you get to lead us oh. off, and you get to go first. Oh, right away, you throw me under the bus. I do. Um, uh, let's let's go the Detroit Lions. Detroit? Why? <clears throat> Did you see how good they have been already this year? I they mean, already changed team. I will give you that. They've but... been. They haven't been the Detroit of old. Well, they can't really get much worse though. No, exactly. But it's like any improvements improvement. I mean, that's they, true. But they are they are fired up and ready to go. Yeah, I mean, what they they lost the first week to the Eagles, which they made a rousing comeback. That's correct. And then this week, Jared Go- Jared Goff went off for my fantasy team. So I, I was just happy about I'm that. I'm still, you know, you're telling me about this earlier today about you having Jared Goff on your team. And I know that you had Dak and he got hurt. Yep. I get that. But Jared Goff is an interesting play. Right? 
I would, that's, of all the fantasy quarterbacks that were available, that's probably not where I would have gone. Huh. But it paid off. Kudos to your brother. Mark gave me the, gave me the insight of starting Jared Goff this week. Hmm. Look at Mark, apparently a fantasy <laughs> football expert. He's 2-0 somehow. Yeah, he's 2-0. He's giving Sean advice. Son of a bitch. Didn't Mark play without a defense last week? He did, but he <laughs> Mark is notorious for doing that when he's winning going into Monday Night Football. Even if he's not like lose or close in that close of a game, he will pull his defense if he has a Monday Night Football defense or, or anybody or anybody, so he doesn't lose. Yep. Mark is notorious Weird for strategy. doing that. Wouldn't you want to get as many points as possible, just so like when Eric loses by what thirty, I could have benched Justin Jefferson. Yeah, I yeah. could have. Well, not that it would have helped all that much, but I could have, and that would have been a real slap to the face. But I just really wanted to put it on him. See, <laughs> you could do that. That's one strategy. But if if he somehow, I mean, there was still a one percent chance according to ESPN. I doubt there was that. There wasn't. But technically speaking, he could have fumbled the ball fifteen times. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and, could have, and I would have won. It's not impossible. It's unlikely. And then last week you lost by 40. So, you know, Kamish fit. Eric sucks. I'm just saying, it's you not like suck. we have an actual defense to play fantasy football. Like, yes, there is a defense on the roster, but it's not like it can prevent Ramsey. Like, it's not like I'm preventing Ramsey from scoring. It's just, he's got a good lineup, and Sean had a good lineup. I had two tough opponents in a row. That's what happens. Whatever. I, I hear excuses. Yep. My defense scored 22 points. So Mine scored 25. I think my defense also scored a bunch this week in some of my leagues. So. Probably Why not. are kickers not as valuable? They should be more valuable. Kickers have no place in fantasy football. Yes, we, we should change our we should. fantasy to have kickers be way more Absolutely not. points. I saw one. There is no place for kickers in fantasy football. I, I was sitting on the TikToks the other day, and I saw one fantasy football league that if you attempt a 60-yard field goal, it's like 15 points. Yep, I've seen the same thing. There's no place for fantasy If you attempt kickers. it. Yeah. I understand why? that. Why don't we have that? Yeah, right? why don't we because make it fun? Because suck. My kicker got eight points, but some of your kickers got like 13. Mm-hmm. Who's under Baskin Dobbins got That's me. 12. You got Your kicker got 12. I think that we should make our fantasy football league more fun. Yeah. We can do that next year. And then... Does the winner of the league get to change one rule? <laughs> That's a good idea. Yep. That's a great idea. We'll, we'll it's going to be that. me because I'm projected to win, so... You lost this week. Yeah. But I'm projected to win number one in the league, so... I'm going to go on limb so and say it. it's not factual. Yeah. Anyway, Ramsey, you're root for. Myself. Down goes E-Fish. <laughs> Down goes Justin the week before. I'm on a war path, boys. All right. Secretary Shauna, you're rooting for? Uh, I'm rooting for the Bills. I've been, uh, I'm on, I'm a bandwagon fan for the Bills now. Uh, Josh Allen's my quarterback and my defense keeps putting up points. Um, So I told Eric last week, uh, if the Bills go to the Super Bowl and win, I'm going to jump on the table like the Bills Mafia does. She's going to break our podcast Oh, table. jump through the table. Yeah, yeah, like the Bills Mafia people do. We have the fold-away table in the podcast room. <laughs> and Secretary Shauna, if the Bills win the Super Bowl. I'm going to Bills Mafia. I, I I'll think, buy us a new one, but, you know. I think that, or if they win you a champion. If you win the fantasy football championship this year, you have to do it. I got to do both. You know, I'm not going to lie, though. The Bills are probably the best team in the league right now. And it's probably yeah, not through week two. It's not Without even a close. Doubt. Without a doubt, through week two, they are the best team in the NFL. They're doing some fisting, as I thought. 
Yeah, they so for sure are. Forty-one points yesterday they put up. So, so that's my root my for. root for this week. I'm going to go outside the world of fantasy football because fuck fantasy football right now. Can kiss the fattest oh, part of my fat ass. You're sad because if someone sells you their 0 and two. He yeah, it's not a not a great start to the season. What uh? What are your records in your other ones? Can we just go through that real fast? One and one and 0 and two. Ah, uh, <laughs> he not sucks great. in all of them. <laughs> so you did you draft Mike Evans in every single one? No, we'll get to that in a second though. Um, <laughs> every year we do this. I know, I know, I know. Every year we'll get to that in a second. We'll get to that in a second. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna veto that nug. Just Eric's, so you know. I'm not going to give him a note. Go, yes, you are. No, no, shut up. For everybody, I still have talked positives yet. Oh, yeah. Sorry. My positive, my root for, is our guy, unofficial friend of the show, Ty Majeski. Ty Majeski getting his first career truck win Friday night. What was that? At Bristol Rams? Thursday night. Thursday night. Thank you. At yeah. Bristol? At Bristol. Quinches his spot in the playoff four. On some excellent pit four. strategy. Yeah, tell us all about it. So... Long story short, Ty Majeski short pitted on the last stint and basically got track position and no one could pass at Bristol because new Bristol is trash. Fair but Ty Majeski won by I think, a second and a half. Yeah, Ty Majeski, for they those win. of you who don't know, excellent short track ace. Has a chance to repeat it again. They're going from Bristol to Martinsville, I believe. Is that correct? Well, he's raced in Martinsville this weekend in a super late model. Okay. So has a chance to go back-to-back weeks with wins and cements it, like I said, cements his spot into that championship four for Phoenix. Which I'll be attending to go watch time and just run for a championship. So that is my root for, but with the positives come the negatives, and we got the Tyler Hero Nugget of the Week, and I'm going to go first. Of course. Eric's Mike Evans rant. Here we go. Every year we do this. No, the first, it's going to be actually a Nugget myself. For drafting. For drafting Mike Evans Thank and putting myself God, through this. here we go. Because Mike Evans, as we all know, had a <laughs> bum performance against the Saints before he got himself thrown out of the game for being a little too emotional, and now he's going to cost me an extra week on the He bench. was protecting TB12. Does TB12 need protecting right yes. now? Yes. Yeah. He looks gorgeous? He's fragile. He's fragile right Did now. you see how gorgeous he is? I have. Not right now. He is, he is frazzled he right now. Is, his cheeks are sunken in. Tom is going through some. Well, Giselle left him. Yeah, well, right. he's going through some shit right now. She's living in Miami. He's living in Tampa Bay. Homie's that's, going through some shit right now. That's the dedication to the craft. Hey, I'm willing to get a divorce over another Super Bowl. <laughs> and Mike Evans took it in his own hands. Tom Brady can't remember the password for the tablet, throwing the tablet down. Mike Evans suspended, and we'll get more into that about what that means is, for the Packers. Is that not the most like old guy thing ever? That is hilarious. God damn tablet. <laughs> Those are like, ta- like password protected or not one, two, three, four or something like that. Just it's just... It the fucking Maybe bed. it's face ID, but then his face looks too different. It could be. Could be. He's so pretty, though. That joke didn't hit. I'm a Tampa Bay fan. <laughs> I don't think you guys knew that. We know that, Rams. I do look so that's, some uh, That's TV. my one nuggie. Uh, my second nuggie is going to be Justin. Not for not being here. The jinx is over. That's not true. No, not no. true. The jinx true. is over. No. I think that we, as a collective podcast group, get to decide when the jinx is over. Yep. He lost last week in the high school football game that I was not at. Yeah, because you weren't there. No, that's not how that works. If I it's was there, they works. would have lost. You don't know that. That was his. That was his thing. Yeah, but if you would have came, maybe they would have won. He picked against the Badgers to not cover the spread last week. They covered by then and then some. He picked against. I believe he picked against the Packers last week to cover too. So, not a good week for old Justin. Actually, our picks, we did not do great in our picks last week, guys. 
The best weekend of picks was actually me and Ramsey. We both went two and two. I come six and two on the year. What do you mean? I said last week. Last week, yeah, Ramsey's okay doing nothing but making you guys money. Yeah. I am now three and five on the year, so a little bit of a comeback for me. Uh, sh- Justin is four and four. Sean, you are one and seven. <laughs> Ramsey is six and two. <laughs> And Shauna, you are also one and seven. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we'll get to our picks for the uh, the upcoming week here a little bit later in the episode. But There's a lot just of to give you guys right a little scoop of where we're at, that's what's going on. So that's my two noogies. Who wants to go next? Anybody? I do. Ramsey, uh, my glad. noogie is uh, the new next-gen NASCAR car. We are having an excellent playoff battle, but all we can talk about is why we can't get lug nuts on. Like, this is fucking stupid. We are halfway through the year. We need to make a change. Also, you hear horror stories of drivers hitting their heads on steering wheels, seats moving 17 inches, and NASCAR refuses to do anything about the safety. Not to mention the cars were catching on fire a few weeks ago. So, NASCAR, be better. All right. That's a good one. Sean? No. I don't think I got any noogies this week. You got to have some hate. You got to have some hate somewhere. Yeah, dig it down. Dig down deep, buddy. <laughs> Dig down. Just hate something. Yeah, hate something. Doesn't have to be sports related. Um, it can be that Eric didn't lose by more fantasy points. Oh, okay. We'll we'll just go that. <laughs> Shauna, I don't have a noogie. I don't have one either. Are we gonna double down on that one too? Sure. I hate all of you. <laughs> You're just jealous because you you lost. You're gonna say you suck. <laughs> well, that too. <laughs> uh, anyway. <laughs> So our What's Weird Wisconsin story, uh, not happening in the state of Wisconsin, but I want to talk about the fall of Brett Favre. You see, I'm sure you guys saw the the new on top of the allegations already now from the tax fraud and the welfare fraud from last week that came out after the show. Uh, Brett Favre was implicated in a scam that I think was $11 million dollars that the governor of Mississippi and Favre are working to get a volleyball facility for the University of Southern Miss um, with welfare money, well, money that was allocated towards state welfare. Ooh, maybe this will get a job. I'm not disagreeing. <laughs> I'm not going down there. I'm just saying. Since he was retired, we, we found out about the dick pics of Jen Sturger. That was before he was retired. Yeah. It was... When he was after the Packers. What about the Viking or the hot tub instance? That too. Well, the, <laughs> the Viking was him. The the hot tub. That was Mark Chimera. I believe Favre was also there. That's a possibility. That's true. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> so, yet we still love the like Packer fans still love this man with like all of their heart. Yeah. Why not? Stealing money. I. I was told that some of that stuff about Brett doesn't sound right. So I'll leave it at that. And I, I'm just curious in, in what, like we, the, what, the welfare thing? We or? can talk about after, but I was, I, some of that stuff that's going on, it doesn't sound factual. Not saying that he didn't do it or wasn't involved, but the way they're portraying it isn't necessarily true. Or it doesn't, I was told it doesn't seem necessarily true. Okay. So we can talk about it after the show. All right. So that's kind of just why I wanted to see kind of what you guys thought about the whole Brett Favre situation, where he's at, and kind of everything that's kind of transpired since he's stopped playing football. He's the old gunslinger. What do you mean? I don't care. 
Yeah, exactly. He'll always be number one or number four. Number four. Number four. (laughs) Sharna, what do you got? I was just looking up Brett Favre and his stuff on Twitter, and people are saying that what he did is worse than Michael Vick. Okay. Okay. Let's let's pause for a second. So I I was trying to bring a serious element to this show, but that is horse (laughs) shit. That is the worst take. Michael Vick is literally like killing animals. Brett Favre just stole some welfare checks. And it wasn't even. I saw a meme about food stamps today. (laughs) I don't know if I can find it. Something along the lines of like, oh, Brett, since you've been back, I haven't got any food stamps. What's going on? Yeah, it says Michael Vick spent 18 months in prison for dog fighting with 48 dogs. Brett Favre allegedly stole five million from Mississippi's poorest 600,000 children, women and men as they suffered and starves. If cruelty to 48 innocent dogs get 18 months, what does cruelty to 600,000 innocent humans get? Who's that fool? I'm not going to pronounce his name. (laughs) Kasim Rashid Esquire. Sounds like a communist. Yeah, but a lot of people are a lot of people are comparing Michael Vick to Brett Favre, and then also the Tom Brady scandal as well. I'm just saying, being mean to an animal is different because an animal can't really protect itself. Do you know what I mean? Like a dog is like. This one says Tom Brady took a one million dollar PPP loan. He made eighty three million dollars that year and purchased a multi million dollar boat days after the loan. Brett Favre took $5 million earmarked for people uh, living beneath the poverty level. Colin Kaepernick took a knee. Who lost their NFL career? Brett well, Favre's Brett- is already over. Oh, Colin Brady's the goal. I would still take Brett Favre or Colin Kaepernick at this Today? point. I bet you Brett Favre can probably sling the rock better Today? than Colin Kaepernick. Today? Today. In a one-game one one start, give me, give me the old gunslinger. He's give me Brett Favre today over, Cap- over Colin Kaepernick. Give, yeah. Me, yeah. give me Brett Favre for the whole season. Just give him back the Vikings and give him some perks like Aaron Rodgers had. And a hot tub. Let him get fired up. Mm. I don't know. People are upset. Well, people are gonna be upset people about it. Like, I'm stupid. Twitter might be my new. Pool. This might be my new nugget of the week. Those takes. Like, there's people. There's articles saying that ESPN needs to do better because they're not covering this. What, what is, is there to really is ESPN going to cover? What is there to really cover that's going to get people to watch? Are people that ignorant that they don't realize that a company like ESPN is all about views, not about? It's about making money. ESPN's there to make money, not report news. So the fact that you say something like that is fucking dumb. Yeah. So no one cares. He stole money from people. You, that he's already paid back. Yeah, but you watch and go follow all whatever celebrity you want to pick. Find their charity of choice. Track that money. See where it goes. Exactly. They're all doing it. It's not Brett Favre just happened. You know, kind of Brett Favre fashion, just to have it at not the best time. But for what it's worth, and, you know, and this is maybe kind of what Ramsey's talking about, and we're not going to go, I'm not going to pry Ramsey for details on on the show because it sounds a little confidential. But can we all kind of agree that, like, the reporting on this is kind of shitty, too? Like, just the, the angle that Brett Favre wasn't the one actually – deallocating the money he was just kind of working on getting funding for his his facility through public taxpayer means which is a public university anyway so like this isn't that egregious to me i mean it's not a great look but what about brett Favre? his entire career has been a good look that's true. Like, what yeah. has he you're, done you're totally true on that what has he done to be like oh i think brett Favre is this great outstanding guy like but he's but you know what i'm been... saying though like 
it's not him that actually stole the money per se. I mean, it's the governor that's directing that money. You know, that's oh. not, you know, that's the guy that we shall be mad about, not. Yeah, but he wanted to hide it. There's text that got leaked that said that uh, he wanted to, it says, if you were to pay me, is there any way the media can't find out where it came from and how much? And they said, no, we've never had that information publicized. And he said, awesome, I needed to hear that. So he was being shady. Well, you can be shady without, Again, like... it's Brett Favre. His entire <laughs> life has been, a, like, he's a good dude, right? Like, for the most part, I think that he means well. Yeah, but sure. But there's always been a little bit of shadiness going around with Brett Favre. Yeah. That's like, factual. Since he's been here in Green Bay, just so, that's why people love him, though. He's not... Like, he's not Tom Brady. He's not the avocado ice cream. He's chugging beers on the Ave at 3 a.m. before a game and then goes and chugs Vicodin and lets it rip. Like, Do that's actually, Brett Favre. I don't really chug Vicodin, but I, I know what you're saying. Well, you can make it into a cocktail. I'm just saying. And knowing Brett, that sounds like something that he would have done. <coughs> you're probably not wrong. That's what I'm saying. No, but, but to compare this to Michael Vick, uh, it's where you lose me. We should see if we can get bread in the pod and just have <laughs> the exclusive story on the Roof of Wisconsin show. The, the one that like 30 people listen to. Yeah, come on this podcast, Brett. No one will know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. So with that, we go to and we don't really have a, a Badger report, I guess, because Justin's not here. But big win for the Badgers this week. I don't know uh, if I'd say a big win. They A large win. They won a game they should have won. They did cover, though. I can't believe that. I can't believe they put up 66 points. They won 66 to 7. Because I looked at the end of the first, and I think it was like 14 to nothing, and I'm like, oh, looking like we're going to cover. And then all of a sudden I looked back again, and it was 42 to nothing. I'm like, god <laughs> damn it. Yeah, this week the bot, the score breakdown of it was end of the first was 7-0. They scored 28 points. In the second quarter, twenty-one in the third quarter, and then ten in the second in the fourth. But two big second and third quarter. Graham Mertz was dealing again a team that they sh- easily should have beat. As a thirty, oh, he's a five-star recruit. I'd hope he could throw the ball. That's the minimum. Again, like I said, playing against a <laughs> do it against team. Ohio State, then we'll talk. Well, then that's where we're going with this. Is you know the team that they played against far from what they're going to face this weekend. Although, like I said, it, it is nice seeing that they can dominate that team after coming off of a 17-14 Aren't loss. Are they 0-4? New Mexico State, yeah. They are I would not hope good. so. Not a good team. The spread was 32. 37 and a half. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't. No one said this game was supposed to be close. And they, they dominated. They scored the points. Um, this is They are 2-1 and one against the spread this week or this year after covering against Illinois State and then obviously losing to Washington State. So big game this weekend coming up against Ohio State. Primetime TV on Saturday night, 6.30 game on ES, or on ABC, 18-point spread there. And I don't think they're covering. I would stay away from that with a 10-foot pole, though. Yeah, yeah I, wouldn't, I, would... I wouldn't bet on this anywhere. No. Because... All it takes is Braylon Allen getting a little hot or Graham Mertz getting the playbook in his hands. I bet you Braylon Allen has a big week. 
Ohio State's defense has not been great this year. Ohio State, they have played Notre Dame, 21, they won 21-10. Arkansas, Arkansas State, 45-12. And then Toledo this week, 77-21. But the interior, the interior of the Ohio State defense isn't what it's been in the past few years. So I would say it's a decent matchup for Wisconsin, which is why I would stay away from the 18 points. However, I don't know if the Badgers could actually put up enough points to make it to make that cover actually happen. Sean, what do you got? Uh, I'm just I think they just don't have enough firepower for Ohio State. I think I think well Ohio State's got way too much firepower, I should say. You know, and that's kind of what I was thinking too, personally. It's Wisconsin might be able to score, and especially if like Rams is saying, I haven't watched Ohio State play this year yet. Um and maybe they don't have that interior D-line presence, and the well, matchup is what it is. But I don't think Wisconsin's defense is what it has been either. No. I totally agree with you there. Well, how many starters did they lose last year? The Badgers, uh, I believe four or five at least. And four or five big contributors on the defense side of the right. ball. And Ohio State, let's be honest, probably Ohio State's second or third string players are probably – Majority starting for the Badgers this weekend. I, a lot of them, probably. I mean, I bet you have 22 starters. Ohio State's second string. I bet you 18 of them start. Eight? I bet you it's 18. I bet you that's the talent deficit that you're looking at. Now, it's not to say that Wisconsin can't win because obviously you put Wisconsin players in their offense and their defense, but I bet you. If you look at the rosters, I bet you there's 18 spots before Ohio State has 18 of the best 22 players. They very well could. You know, I'm I'm trying to think of here of who I would take. Um, obviously Braylon Allen. You'd almost have just on the O line. How many? See, that's where it gets like that, that's maybe the, that's the thing I'm thinking. Well, Ohio State's left tackle is supposed to be a top eight pick, I think, in the series draft. I believe they also have a guard that's a stud. I'm just trying to take a look to see if they have any. Let's look at the betting preview for the Ohio State game. This courtesy of Bucky's fifth quarter. Anything here that would let me see if they have any chance. Um, so and here's why it's a dangerous bet. And this, and I'm agreeing. This is the writer again. Bucky's fifth quarter. Uh, that the number feels about right, though, doesn't it? Like yeah. if this was, you know, that's like a 50 to 32 point game, basically. Yeah. And not saying that that's going to be the score. It probably won't be. Probably more along the lines of a 46, 47 to 21, 21 something like yeah. that. But 18 feels about where it should be. So if you gunned your head, would you bet Ohio State or Wisconsin will cover? To cover? Gun to my head? Honestly, I'm probably picking Ohio State. Just because I haven't... I've watched the Badgers play two of their three games. I didn't get to much, much of the Washington State game, mm-hmm. which is probably for the best because they looked awful. <laughs> but I don't know if Wisconsin can... I don't know if Wisconsin's defense... They're opportunistic, but you know, as they have been the last few years. But I don't know if they can capitalize on that frequently. 
They get to slow starts. We've seen, you know, the bat, like even this week against um, New Mexico State, only seven points in the first quarter. I believe that was also the case in the Illinois State game. I don't think they scored until late in the first or the second quarter. So sure. slow starts. They're going to have to come out. And it, again, if it's one of those where if I'm picking, if I'm putting money down, gun to my head, if I have to, I'd probably pick Ohio State to cover that. But again, this game kind of has those makings of prime time. It takes me back to what was it, 2010, 2011 at Camp Randall yep. when David Gilry takes the opening house or kick to the house and Badgers just rolled all over them. I think 2011, I want no, 2010. I think it was Russell Wilson, wasn't it? No, it was before. It was like JJ Watt. I have to, I'm going to look that up, but that's kind of where I'm leaning. What do you guys think? I don't know. Well, you gun to your head. What are you and why? Ohio State. There's more NFL talent in Ohio State. And I, I'm going to say CJ Stroud's not going to turn the ball over. I don't know if Graham Mertz, I didn't say the same thing about. John, gun to your head. I'm taking Ohio State also. And the, on the 18? Yeah. I think they're going to cover. Shauna? I'm going to take Wisconsin. I think that. Ohio State, sometimes these games when they're like, oh, it's like there's no match. Sometimes the other, like the better team underprepares. That's what I think. It's probably a terrible take. And I well, you shit for uh, picking. So, well, you look at Washington or Washington State, the Badgers will probably overlooked a little bit. Right. Is You can kind of look at it that way too. Right. So, I don't know. That's what I'm going to do. So the 2010 Badger football roster, because that's when it happened. It was October of 2010. Trying to get it pulled up here. Nick Toon, a wide receiver, who was a great <laughs> Badger, had a good career in that's, the NFL. Yeah, it was. Uh, Jay Valai at safety. I'm trying to – my internet is just being stupid slow right now. Maybe Brett Favre stole that too. Probably did. Brett Bielmo was the coach. Uh, the Badgers – Lost in the Rose Bowl to uh, TCU that year. Oh, that was with uh, Andy Scott Tolzien senior year. Scott Tolzien oh, and JJ Watt versus Andy Dalton at TCU. Uh, John Clay at running back. Monte Ball. Uh, freshman James White. Uh, Nick Toon. Jared Aberderis was a freshman. Jeff Duckworth. David Gilreath. Like I said, he took that house or kicked to the house. Lance Kendricks is still on the team. That's a lot of good Badgers. Like Bo a lot Allen, of like all-time great Badgers on that team. Chris Barlin was a sophomore. I always forget about him. He was a good he was a good linebacker in the NFL too. Yeah, he had, he his brief two years. Mm-hmm. He was he was yeah. very good. Um, just taking a look through the rest of their roster here. Desmond Southward in the DB. Jay, like I said, Jay Valai, who was really good. Yeah, that's a stacked team. Brady Ewing, the the fullback. Wow. Like I said, Lance Lance Kendricks, I forget that he played for Wisconsin. Mm -hmm. Because it was that long ago. Ricky Wagner on the offensive line. Travis Frederick was here yet. Uh, John Moffat and Bill Nagy. Who is now... I think he's coaching somewhere. But, yeah. Travis Frederick was still playing yet. And he was only a sophomore. 
And he's since then he's had an entire NFL career, correct? Yeah, his seven year NFL career. Um, and he has since retired. And he, for what it's worth, he is now the chief operating officer for a tabletop role playing game called Demiplane. What? I that's just what I'm saying. That's what his Wikipedia page says. Yeah, he does tabletop role playing games, so he's like Dungeons and Dragons kind of guy. Good for him. Good for him. Good for him. Yeah, he was on the. He was like the line that had like Zeke Elliott. Yeah, that no, Zeke I... Elliott made his nut on. Good for him. Good career. But yeah, I mean, should that's... we look into getting a tabletop role playing game? Should we get that game or From we... Travis Fredrickson? Well, we can look into it. We and can we'll, look into we can it. We play it on the pod. That would be or for oh, the pod. For the pod. Special episodes. Shauna could be the dungeon master. They're based in Green Bay. They could <laughs> oh, hey, no more free ads. We're gonna, they're based in Green Bay. Let's shut oh. up. <laughs> Everyone shut up. We're not talking about them anymore until they sponsor us. <laughs> maybe they maybe they could get us a helicopter. We've That's been true. We gotta get the helicopter somehow. <laughs> Demi plane, hit us up. That is all. That is all. All right, so Badgers, like I said, I've just got it's got a little bit of that. You know, they have no business winning this game. They're an eighteen-point dog. Wouldn't it be something though? They come out and Dean Engram finally opens up the playbook, or Bobby Engram finally opens up the playbook. I think it has been open. I think the issue is just a lack of talent. See, Justin, Justin, our Badger expert, our He's just kind of looked at it and said that they kind of have kept going with the Paul Christ offense too much, not before they get into really Big Ten play. So I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. I'm going to give Justin a shout-out here, give him the benefit of the doubt, and say maybe they finally, like I said, maybe this is the week where they show us stuff we haven't seen. I don't think it matters. I don't I don't no, either, Ram. I don't think it does either. But maybe. You never know. People, did, you keep underestimating them. Ramsey, They're going to come out and show you. They might not. What did your guy, Logan Paul, say about the Roman Reigns match coming up? He said, everyone knows I'm supposed to lose. But what if I don't? See? I, I feel confident saying the Badgers are not going to beat Ohio State. They might cover. I'm saying that the Badgers <laughs> might cover 18 points. They're not going to beat Ohio State. But what if they don't? What if they go Logan Paul mode? We're gonna be down here next next Tuesday, and I'm gonna ha- get a point because I picked it right. I hope you do. The, hope we so don't right. count these games for standings, Chana. No, we'll give her a point. I'm the secretary. Yeah, I get she, to do what I want. Well, you're doing. You're way behind. I have a whole paper here of stuff that I've been doing to cover. I'm she, sorry. She does the website, so I she can busy. give herself a free point. I was busy last week. That's true. Fair enough. So All if right. Ohio State wins by more than 18, do I get a point? Sure. Okay. I mean, I get a point too. We, <laughs> Sean and I would all get points. <laughs> sure. That's fine. We're not telling Justin about this, though. Oh, because he won't listen to the podcast to hear it? No, no Ramsey doesn't listen. But <laughs> no, Ram Justin does. Because he'll hear it too late. Yeah. He's already going to be, oh, no, well, it comes up. It'll go out tomorrow, so yeah. it's not like they don't play till Saturday. But Yeah, but we're not going to answer his text till Saturday. That's, he doesn't ever answer our texts anyway. So we'll just, we'll just let him hang. He's a dad. Get him some slack. No. <laughs> I'm the most important person. Ramsey's just. I'm surprised. I'm, the captain, no. <laughs> I'm surprised. Like it's a good thing that your sister is like not that much younger than you because Ramsey would have been. I'm the baby. I'm the focal point. I am the focal point. Well, I am the baby. There we go. 
Da baby. So while while we're kind of down this avenue, we can make our picks for the other NFL games. We'll do the Packers at the end. Tampa Bay. I'll take them by the three. We're already dropped to two and a half. We're not even there yet. We're not even there yet. I don't we'll, care. We'll I want Tampa Bay. Tom Brady. So I'm looking at Put it. the Bucks jersey on on Sunday. Are you? Do you have one? Do I? I don't know. I was just asking. Do you have one? No, I don't. Oh. That's surprising. I'm yeah, right. it is surprising. surprising. I know I should. I Others. love Tom Brady. I really wanted to do the cream school uniform, though, and I know it's not coming until next year, so I'm really hoping uh, Tom Brady just holds out one more year. Maybe just save his There's marriage. There's no he's chance dipping. in hell he's well. Well, what if the marriage is already over and he has nothing to go back to? He's still going to have the kids. <laughs> well, yeah, he hung out with them all this offseason and then hated him and came back to play football. <laughs> so I'm just saying. There we go. So while we're making our picks, Shauna was nice enough to put a wheel of games together so we can pick these games. Because really, Ramsey asked me this week or earlier today which games we were going to pick. And they said, we really can't go wrong because they're all pretty close. So, Shauna, would you spin the wheel for us? And you got it. Get us the first game that we're going to pick this week. All right. Here we go. Where it stops? Bengals, Jets. Oh, God. So we're starting off great. Bengals at Jets. Cincinnati, a four and a half point favorite. Cincinnati has not looked that good. This year. Oh, Joey B's been struggling. Can't. And four and a half, Shauna. Four and a half. Okay. He's been struggling. He has no time to throw. He's basically getting sacked before he can even get the snap. The offensive line has not helped out the Jets. Big comeback win in Cleveland. Joe Flacco leading the train for the comeback. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just amazed. <laughs> what do you got, Rams? Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Sean? Like, is that even a question? You know what? I'm going to take the Jets. I'm going to go opposite. Sean, huh? I'm going to go Joey B. Bengals. I'm going to go Jets as well. Why? I think they cover the four and a half. I think the this is only, way too close. I, yeah, the I think... only reason Cincinnati lost was Micah Parsons. I don't see a Michael Parsons on the. They weren't good in the first three quarters against the Steelers, though, either. Yeah. Yeah. TJ Watt. TJ Watt got hurt in that game. Yeah, he got hurt in the first half. Yeah, yeah. but he still had how many sacks? I think he had three. He had three, and that's only in one half football. But that's what I'm saying is. Three of his 13 came in one quarter. And they almost won that game. If they had a placeholder kicker, they would have won. It was the the long snapper. Yeah, the long snapper. Oh, my God. Whatever. Okay. Like I said, it just I think they cover. I think that's going to be way too close of a game. Jets are kind of riding high for some stupid reason when they shouldn't be. I think they cover. Got to go Joe Flacco. You don't have to. You should <laughs> never go Joe Flacco. But that's where I'm going this week. All right, Chana game. Uh, Packers Bucks. Well, but we know that one. that anyway. So, yeah. All so right. game two. We are picking four. Oh. Texans Bears. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> uh Texans Bears at noon on Sunday in Soldier Field. Chicago a three point favorite against Texans who are 0 1 and 1. Bears obviously 1 1. Give me the Bears. Duh, Bears. Yep, Bears too. Yeah, I'm going Bears. We'll get Justin's picks eventually, but since we're doing this live. We'll have to do it later with him. All right. 
Wow, just shitty games. Uh, Jags Chargers. Oh, God. Chargers by three? Chargers by seven right now. That game's in L.A. 305 kick central. One and one Jags versus the one and one Chargers. Oh, I want to pick the Jaguars. I mean the Chargers. Put it on the note, though, that I definitely did want to pick the Jaguars. Like, I did. I really did want to pick them. Yeah, but Jacksonville only plays good against Indy. That's true. <laughs> That's the only team that you, that you can play good against. <laughs> yeah, but it's the Chargers. Think about that for a second. The Chargers will find a way to lose anything. That is also true. Yeah. That's just <laughs> like, good. Oh, well, man, that's I, tough. I guess Chargers still aren't as bad as the Raiders this week. So, How many passes did Devontae catch? What, two? Yeah, two? Two, yeah. Give me the Chargers, Shauna. Yeah, where's that stat? Sammy Watkins. Greater than. Okay. Sean, <laughs> who you got? I got Chargers. Shauna? I'm going to take the Jaguars. You should. I should take the Jaguars, <laughs> too. We're going to do a bonus game. Yeah, because that sucked. These okay. are so... <laughs> I, well, I, I was just gonna pick one. Oh well, no. Let's, let's see let the, what we get. Let's let the wheel of names. We need pick to let the, the fortune pick, Eric. Raiders, Titans, or <laughs> or no, Lions, Vikings. Uh, Saints, Panthers. Let's do Lions, Vikings. Yeah. We'll go. We'll do two bonus ones. We'll do Lions, Vikings. Let's do them all. We, we're here. Pick them. All right, fair enough. Yeah, let's just we're gonna we'll go through the whole week this week. We're so paper here. All right, let's go. We've got Thursday night football. We'll have Steelers at Browns. Cleveland's a four and a half okay, point. Okay, I favorite. wrote down Lions Vikings, so that's nice. Okay. <laughs> so that uh, game, Minnesota's a six point favorite at home. Give me the Vikings, Sean. Taking the Lions. I'll take the Lions to cover. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go Lions. Pick the Vikings. I did pick the Vikings. He did. I know. I'm just, for our listeners, there's a uh, the guy named uh, Justin Jefferson. Oh, yeah. That plays right. for the Vikings. But there's also, well, and they're not playing in primetime. That's what we keep forgetting. Because yeah. Kirk Cousins is garbage in primetime. All right. So we'll do the rest of the games in order. Make it easier. At this point, we've picked over half of them anyway. Yeah, we so might, might as well. well just finish the other half. So screw Steeler, the names. Steelers, Browns, Cleveland's a four and a half point favorite in Cleveland. Give me the Browns. Yeah, John, I'm going Browns too. I, I think. don't. I don't feel good about that. I think. I think Nick Chubb's gonna run all over the. Run all over to Steelers. He ran all over Commissioner uh, Fish, too. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going Browns. I am going to go Browns as well. Uh, unless the Steelers, for some reason, start Kenny Pickett this week. Won't matter. I, yeah, mm, uh, I, I don't s- think Kenny Pickett's that much of an upgrade over Mitch Trubisky. I think he is. I just don't think they want to be benched. Yeah. I think they're going to wait to get through some of these... They had a pretty rough stretch. They're probably going to wait till a bye week or something yeah, like that. Yeah, probably. The Steelers so far in Grants, only two games, are averaging giving up 423 yards per game. 295 passing yards, 128 rushing yards. Like I said, 
And Sean said too, Chubb's going to run all over him. Kareem Hunt's going to run all over him. Bounce back win for the, the Browns. So then we go, we did Texans Bears already, right? Yep. Raiders, Titans, both teams, 0-2. That game is in Nashville with the Raiders being a two-point favorite. I'm going to take the Raiders. That's almost a must-win for those guys. If the Raiders go 0-3 in that division, their season's over. John? Uh, I'm taking the Titans to Titans over Raiders. I think Derrick Henry's going to have a bounce-back game and run all over the Raiders. I'm going Titans, too. I got Derrick Henry on my fantasy team, so <laughs> I need him to do some good stuff. Do something? Yeah. This week was terrible. <laughs> Oh, man, I'm torn on this game, too. Because Ramsey is right. The, they Well, actually, both teams, for that matter, need this game. No. Yeah. Well, the AFC South are yeah, shitty. Me. I suppose. <laughs> they didn't start 0-6 for all it. Jacksonville <laughs> is in the lead right now at 1-1. I do think Sean's right. I think that Derek Henry does have a bounce back week, which, I, which I'm kind of hoping for. But give me the Raiders. I think we have the best of both worlds. Okay. All right. Next game, we've got Chiefs Colts, and that's a in Indianapolis. The Chiefs are a six and a half point favorite. Chiefs. Are they going to cover? Yes, that's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. That's my pick, Chiefs. I'm. I pick Chiefs. Chiefs to cover. Do I think it's going to be a blowout? Uh, I really do. The Chiefs. Yeah. I think I did do Chiefs too. This is a game. The next one here is a game that we probably should have done. Two of the hotter teams in the AFC, both two and zero. This game will be in Miami. Bills Dolphins. Buffalo is a five and a half point favorite. Give me the Bills. I'm also going the Bills. Yeah, I'm going Bills too. Tua, Tua has a Dak Prescott thing with him. Tua threw the ball fifty times this last week. Yeah, but I'm saying that's like. For Tua, that's like two or three weeks combined. Right. For him up to this point. That's uh Tua has a Dak Prescott quality that I don't trust. Yeah, uh, but the only thing that's going going for Tua this year, I think, is the receivers now. I think well, he's he's able yeah. to he's able to throw it up and let just let the guys go get it. That's about hidden fast receivers on crossing patterns. I mean that's Yeah, I you're right. I I just uh, He's really good if you can put a team around him. Exactly. I don't think I trust exactly. him against some really solid defense. You you just look at him when he was at Alabama, what he had for receivers and yeah. how good it made him look. Well, that so, you, he's going to throw Bills. probably 40, yeah, 50 times, even though, especially if they're losing, because the Bills are just going to come out and punch him in the mouth. I think we can all agree on that. They're going to get down early. Two is going to have to start spreading the ball around. So it, it could be a track meet, but I do think the Bills cover. Rams? What's the plus minus on that game? The over under on that game. 53 and a half. Ooh. That seems low. No, it'll be the Bills defense. Really? Yeah. I'm dating the Bills. So that's a sweep for the Bills, correct? Yep. Yes. All right. Next game Ravens, Patriots in Foxborough. Ravens, three and a half, or a three point favorite. Uh, I'll take the Ravens. Sean? Yeah, um, I'll go Ravens, too. I am going to go... 
I'm going to go Patriots to cover. I was going to do that, too, just to be different. The um, Ravens have given up a lot of, and granted, again, two games, so these averages aren't, you know, whatever. They've given up 473.5 yards per game. Their defense is not great, which granted the New England offense isn't great either, but they're sneaky this year, as they have been for a lot of the Bill Belichick era. Yeah, mac and cheese? You're trusting yeah. mac and cheese? I'm trusting mac and cheese to keep this game close enough to cover the three. Isn't Mac Jones that isn't that Justin's guy? Yeah, that's Justin's go, the best quarterback in the draft. Yeah. I'm Justin Dahl. Does he watch Trevor Lawrence lately? <laughs> No, probably not, because yeah. no one watched Jacksonville this year. I watched T-Law. I love Have Trevor. they been on, like, any TV? No. No. Exactly. They're the Jaguars. They're coming, though. So did we all Did we all get picks on that? Yep. Yeah, we did. All right. Uh, we did Bengals, Jets already. Eagles, Commanders. Eagles, or it's in Washington. Eagles are six-and-a-half-point favorites. Ugh. <laughs> I'll take the Eagles. Sean? Eagles. Sean, huh? Um, <laughs> I don't know. This is a shitty game. Uh, I'm going to go Commanders. I'm going to go Eagles. Sean's just trying to make up ground on the pack. The last of the noon games, Saints-Panthers. The Pan- Saints are a three-point favorite. Give me the Saints. I'm also going Saints. I'll take the Panthers. Trust in Baker. Why? <laughs> I was just waiting for Ramsey to... That, that's a little bit of a lesser expression than I expected. Can we just admit that Ramsey is completely right about Baker Mayfield? No, I'm not, I, I can't admit that you're right about that, but you're probably not wrong about that. That's what I thought. I'm just not going to admit it. A little salty about that still. I, I get it. Shana? Mm, Panthers. Do we do Jags Chargers? Yes. Yep. Rams Cardinals. Rams at Cardinals. The Rams three and a half point favorite. We're done with the noon games. Jesus. Shauna's hands fall, <laughs> fall off. Rams Cardinals what? Rams Cardinals. The Cardinals are, or the Rams, excuse me. Rams are three and a half point favorite. And that's in Arizona. Give me the Rams. Give me the Rams. You know what? I'm going to go Cardinals. Kyler Murray can play like he did this week. Kyler, this is, again, one of those cases where they didn't do anything until the fourth quarter. Yeah. And Kyler Murray was just <laughs> playing schoolyard bullshit ball. Yeah, no business winning that game. Running around for 20 seconds between the snap and the the throw. 85 yards on the two-point mm-hmm. conversion. He ran yep. 80 or 84 yards, yeah. I believe. I'm sorry. We got a couple more games yet to do. Okay. Trying to grades papers after school and then <laughs> deals with our bullshit. That's the great our bullshit too. Did you make a pick on that one? Uh yeah. Uh, I think I picked the Rams. Yeah. All right, only a couple more games. It's fine. I just <laughs> it just doesn't stop. But okay, ready. Atlanta versus the Seahawks in Seattle. Seahawks are a two point favorite. This is a game I would nothing to no. do with. No. I'm going. I'm going Atlanta. Yeah, I'll agree with you. I go, I want to go Atlanta too. Atlanta. I'll take the home favorite. Give me Seattle. Marcus Mariota is going to play like hot garbage in that stadium. They are going to be 
awful. What about Geno Smith? Yeah. God, can you imagine that's a quarterback matchup we're getting in 2022? Marcus Mariota <laughs> versus Geno Smith. If I would have told you that two years ago. If you told me that last year, then that'd be a starting quarterback matchup. They're the starters. That's not backup. They're starting. If you would have told me that last year, I would have told you you're an idiot. Let alone two years ago, let alone however far back. So, but yeah, give me the Seahawks just just because. Two more games. All right. Because we haven't done the Packers. We'll do the Packers in a little bit. but So, really three, but two more. 49ers, Broncos, Sunday Night Football in Denver. 49ers are a one and a half point favorite. Give me the Niners. The Niners are favorited in that one? The Niners are favored in that game. Well, give me Denver. Nathaniel Hackett's a dumb fuck. Nathaniel Hackett has looked awful. Russell Wilson has looked like a has been, which pisses me off. Russell Wilson's washed. Uh, no, I, Sorry. I think Nathaniel Hackett's over his fucking skis. I think that that's. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is the biggest benefactor, besides maybe Mike McCarthy of the Aaron Rodgers effect. Devontae Adams. Devontae had one bad game. He yeah. still had a touchdown in that. I'm just saying, are we sure it wasn't? He hasn't looked the same. I'm he still. Had a, he had a big week last week. So? He had 10 receptions for 120 some odd yards. I'm just saying. Who'd they play? They played Chargers. Yeah, because they're known for great defense and losing any possible way they can. It's the <laughs> one. Yeah. It's the Chargers, though. So I'm saying the Chargers won. I know, but it's the Chargers. I guess. I'm gonna go Niners as well. Well, this will probably be the week that Russell Wilson goes off and finally figures it out. But they just look so anemic. I'll believe it when I see it. They look so bad these last two games they've been on because they've been on TV. They just haven't looked good at all. Well, people were saying that it's oh, it's the Tampa Bay of a few years ago. There's a difference between what Tampa Bay had and what. Denver had. Denver had a lot of potential. Tampa Bay had a secured stars. Like, there's a difference. Sean, you make a pick? Yeah, I took Denver. Shauna? I picked the 49ers. All right. Then Monday Night Football, which is probably the worst game of the weekend, will be the Cowboys and Giants in the Meadowlands. The Giants are a two and a half point favorite. That's better than Atlanta, Seattle. I guess, but Atlanta Seattle is not going to be on primetime TV. It was just Saquon Barkley. I suppose. That is wild to me that the Giants are a two and a half point favorite. I'll take the Giants. Uh, I'm going to go Cowboys. I'm also going to go Giants. I'm going the Cowboys. I think Micah Parsons is going to just annihilate Daniel Jones. Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully. Are so we, then. Are we picking the Packers yet? We'll do that later. Okay. Do you want to pause and pick them now and then? So Sean doesn't have to write later. No, it's fine. No, we'll, I can put it right here. She's already got it written down. Okay. So before we talk about Good the future out. Packer game, let's talk about this last win over the Bears. Mason did his four plays of Springs. We saw a lot of positives from the offense. A couple stall outs, though, too, which just have happened in the LaFleur era. We've seen the... Defense kind of step up to the plate a lot. A lot of questions be ans- to be answered yet on the run game. I think my biggest takeaway on this week's win was it was it was a good comeback or bounce back win. It was a very complete win. There's still a lot of questions that need to be answered, though, about this year's team, what they're going to be. Um, Ramsey, you look like you've got something to say here. They did what they were supposed to do. 
I think that Green Bay still has some fairly major flaws that I don't know if they can fix. And I think Green Bay is going to win a lot of the games they're favored in. I think they're going to struggle in games they're not. I think the receiving core issues are going to get better, but they're not going to be solvable. And I think the interior offensive line has some problems. So, Allen Jenkins being back was a big help, right? That was like, a huge help. Yeah, very yeah, huge. That's what I noticed right away. That jumped off the screen at me. I'm like, Elton Jenkins, big help. I don't know if David Bateri plays full strength this year. I think it's a fair assessment, right? I, I, he might play this year. I think I would even be led to believe that unless there's a major setback, he probably plays this week. But he, I don't think he's 2019 David Bakhtiari either. That's fair. And I don't know if we ever see that David Bakhtiari again. I don't think we need to, though. Okay, that's, and we had that conversation, and I think you were right when you said an 80% David Bakhtiari is better than 70% of the league. If not more. So I, I think that's a fair assessment of the situation. I don't necessarily, I think it's more guard center guard versus the two tackles that are the problem. And I think we saw that be resolved a little bit this past week with Ellen Jenkins being back. Well, and I think what needs to kind of get addressed was John Runyon was back too. Right. And I think that was not as big of an impact per se, but also a very big impact on that side of the ball where you allow things to kind of sort back out um, and kind of get back to your, your, I guess, day one lineup that you have on paper, your Madden lineup, if you will. That would default when you start the game up. You're all your number ones. You're kind of closer to what that should be. Now, I'm curious because we have seen, not necessarily from, I mean, Yash Neishman looked like a second-year guy last week yep. or two nights ago, whatever. He's looked good at times, but he's also he struggled at times. I mean, that's not, that's not against him. No. That's just a fair assessment. So... My question to you guys, if that interior line it really is a struggle, at any point, do you put Yash as a right tackle when Bakhtiari comes back and maybe move Elton Jenkins back to his initial position of guard? I think that's what you should do if they do that or not. And I think a lot, like you just said it, though, the the real answer to that question is is David if David Bakhtiari comes back, right? I yes, I think that's what you should do. I think that helps the situation because let's be honest, right tackles are important enough, but not the most important offense lineman by far. You just have to be serviceable, right? So yes, that that's what I think would make sense. I think that's what they would do, but that's a big if if David Bakhtiari comes back healthy, right? Absolutely. That's the big F. And that's the answer. I don't think anyone really knows the answer to that 100%. Yeah, no, for sure. Because there's being healthy where he can play, but then there's going to be, is he going to be in game shape? Is he going to be game ready to play on it? How, you know, and again, I, I'm sure he, you know, he's a gamer. He'll step up for it. But does he have enough trust mentally in that surgically repaired leg? Yeah. So I think that's yet to be seen. And and I guess then what happens if he does re-injure it in the middle of the game and 
you got to go back to this. Do you got trust issues on the offensive line like we've seen and kind of sort of things like that? Well, and I think what kind of is telling. So, you know, and I'm just kind of pulling this up to kind of flip through here to kind of bring up different angles of this. But one interesting thing was the inactives that they went with against the Bears because you have to have, you know, five or six inactives based on what your roster is. There are inactives for the game, obviously, David Bakhtiari, and then you go Caleb Jones, who's a tackle, and tackle slash guard Sean Ryan. Now, you still have Zach Tom. You still have other guys that can step up and play that should he get hurt mid-game. But I think that's very telling that they have two tackles that would be inactive on top of David Bakhtiari, and you probably have a third tackle at that point should he, you know, when he comes back. You're going to be very low on depth in that any particular game should that happen, which I'm not rooting for. Obviously, I don't, you know, I don't even necessarily think that's what would happen. But if he comes out, if he's not confident or do you keep him on maybe a pitch count those first couple games, get him back kind of acclimated to it and have that extra lineman there ready to go just in case. I don't know. I think that. Yes, but I don't, I don't know. I'm not sold David Bakhtiari's, if I were the Green Bay, I would have cut him. Yeah. Saved the $26 million of cap space and got two more receivers. I would have, to- I'd totally agree with you on that. I as him. of today, I think as of, that. As of today, I would cut him. Or I would have cut him. Would have cut him a few weeks ago. Yep. Now, I do want to ask you guys this. How much do you think his friendship with Aaron Rodgers has to do with him being on the team? Hundred percent. Yeah, all of it. Because mm-hmm. I definitely the the financial side of it, I definitely would agree it would make sense. I'm not saying I'm advocating for that side. Because like I said, I still think that a healthy David Bakhtiari, even at eighty percent, is better than most guys in the league at that position. I'm surprised they didn't rework the contract more, given that we're going on what. Basically, so what, year three of that deal? Well, it's year three of that deal, but it's basically, if you really think about it, he missed all of last season. Yep. He missed the last three, two games of the 2020 season. Right. Um, which, and the playoffs, so that's, you know, you could throw in four. He's played two. Probably going to miss the first three of this season for sure. So that's. I coming. doubt he plays this weekend considering Tampa Bay. Yeah, I that's I, a bad game with, to bring yeah. him back. So that's equivalent of what 22, yeah. 23 games. That's a season and a half almost. It feels yeah. like. So, I'm. So, I know that they've reworked the contract once already. I'm kind of curious as to why they haven't done it again. Because he's a twenty six million dollar cap hit, correct? Uh, David Bakhtiari's cap hit. That's a good question. I, I, I think it's like twenty six yeah, million dollars. It's twenty five for sure. I don't know if it's 26. But. If you think about that in a rational standpoint, that's what. So his 2022 cap hit, there is also a potential out at the end of this season. Um, It looks like from what I can see on spot track, his cap hits only 13 million. It's still two starters though. Yeah. And then a signing bonus. Cause he did re he did rework it. I will. There is that. Um, he did rework the contract 
to have a lower base. His base salary is only $1.1 million this year. Then the signing bonus and everything else that kind of stems from that. They really do have a good this year and last year. I think, you know, obviously they probably looked at the situation. Last year was only a $10 million hit. This year, only $13 million hit. So I think they kind of worked on that, which I guess at that money I'm okay with. I, I would still rather have two starters. Two starters or three rotational players. Yeah, because I, I think Yash Naijman is serviceable enough that you wouldn't need David Bakhtiari. Right, like you'd obviously have, want to have David Bakhtiari, yeah. but it's not. It It's that other two starters you could have, that other rece- decent receiver you could have. Tight end. Anything, anything like that for the cap hit of Bakhtiari. I guess... Because their cap hit, their, I mean, their cap situation isn't in a bad situation overall. Who out there would you go get with that extra money? It gives, it gives you there still op- is free money out there. They have, but it gives you an option to go get whoever you want versus who we could afford. That and that's kind of been the conversation that Green Bay has been on forever: is who we want versus who we can afford is two different topics. And I think that's been a conversation inside of Lambo. I think that they're, the upper offices have been like, well, we want insert player. We can afford insert player. Yeah. Like that, Those are two different trees or two different branches of the same tree. So they do, as of right now, they do still have $9 million in free cap space. Yeah, so you take Bakhtiari off that, you got 22 so what what could you get with that twenty two million to give Rogers that much more weapons around him, or I mean, another defensive yeah. player, or, or or another rush end, or something like that? Where see, just the uh, the way I look at it, though, a it keeps Aaron happy, which I think cannot be understated. But also, like I don't think that there's any. I mean. You look at ins- you look at the defense. Defensive line stacked. Right, but you can You're run not upgrade Von Miller. Mm-hmm. Like those are players you could go get at that point. And I think Von Miller's definitely showed that he's worth the money in Buffalo. Oh, now that's saying that Von would want to come to Green Bay, but I, that's the type of player that you could have gotten afforded without. You could have got a Von Miller and still had cap space to go get any receiver you would want. Or Khalil Mack or yep. some, something along those lines. I mean, Khalil Mack played in Chicago, so. Why not come to Green Bay? I mean, I don't think Chicago would have traded him in here, but that's fair. I'll I'll concede that because again, David Bakhtiari, we're talking what twenty two games. I would rather have a starter who's there for twenty two games versus someone who we're paying that hopefully comes back and still a decent player. Yeah, and exactly, we don't know what we're gonna get when he does come back. So hypothetically, let's just say that because we're we're thinking he's gonna come back. A little gimpy, right? I think that's a, I think it's a fact. Yeah. So, again, hypothetical. What if he does come back at 100%? What if he does come back at that all pro? Does, does it change your minds at all? I don't think so. I think, I think Green Bay's issues isn't necessary. I think offensive line leads into Green Bay's issues, but I don't think that's the main problem. I think it's weapons on the outside. And even if you watched this past weekend, we the rookie receivers still aren't necessarily involved. 
They are. They're involved, but they're not. They're not focal points. Right. And not saying that we need a focal point, but the difference between Green Bay and Buffalo today is that Buffalo has Stefan Diggs. Yeah. Like, that's that's what your difference mm-hmm. is. That's the gap. For sure. And I think that Green Bay not having the playmakers like that on the outside, I think is going to be maybe not the end of their season. Because if the rookies step up and they're serviceable for six weeks, they're a Super Bowl team. But that's a big if, and that's a big jump, too. That's a big jump saying that you're going to be able to get rookie receivers to do something that they've they're, they have no history of doing even in college when one played for Nevada and one was North Dakota State. Sure. I Yeah, I, fe- I feel like you need you needed that other star receiver. Not I shouldn't say star receiver, but you needed a Jarvis Landry. You needed somebody along along those lines, in my opinion. And See, I guess we're, especially if we're talking about the receiver position, there's guys still out there that would be great fits that are unsigned. Going into week three, there's still Kenny Stills. There's still Will Fuller. Yeah, but what have those guys proven in the past two or three years? Uh, well, I think Odell Beckham's the only one that really matters. And I don't know... If Green Bay is going to make that jump, I I I still don't. I still think you don't know what you're going to get with Odell yet. But I think Odell, even if he's not a hundred percent for a six game stretch at the end of the season, he'll make a play or two. Yeah, I agree with you. And I think that. that's where I think that's what Green Bay, and that's what makes me worried about them coming down the stretch is that I think their run game's fine. I think the offensive line is serviceable. I think Aaron's going to get a little more comfortable again. Aaron looks rusty. looks like he hasn't really practiced all offseason. That's just how he looks. So I think going into a stretch run, and I think Green Bay is probably a 10-win team. So I think they're going to be in the playoffs. So now we're talking a six-weeks gap of where you have to be good. And I don't know if we're going to have enough firepower on the outside to make, when you start playing some of these elite-tier defenses, to make a big difference. But I think I think once it gets cold and everybody's got to come to Green Bay, I think they're going to run the ball and they're going to set up the play-action pass, and that's just kind of what Green Bay needs to do in order to be – in order to get everybody comfortable. And, again. you know, in reality, the situation of what's going to make the Packers succeed this year is going to be – I mean, yes, you know – Rodgers has looked rusty weeks one and two. But I think that's a lot of just, you know, on top of having basically all new wide receivers except Alan Lazard. And Randall Cobb. And Randall Cobb. You had Sammy Watkins didn't practice the first two or three weeks of training camp. Yeah. Christian Watson wasn't go till like the second to last week of training camp. Sure. He had the connection with Romeo Dobbs, but he still has to figure out how to actually go against NFL defenses. Yeah, but all those are issues that I don't know if we can fix in 17 weeks. See, I think they'll be okay. With the two young guys, I think they'll be okay. But when has Sammy Watkins played a full season? He hasn't. I think he's played one. So we're assuming that an older Sammy Watkins is going to be healthy all year. When has Randall Cobb played a full season? It's been a few years since he's been healthy all year. Sure. And Lazard's been injured already. So So now we're talking that... 
And that's what I'm getting at. That's my point. And we're also assuming, so Sean, you were talking about people coming to Green Bay. Mm -hmm. I don't think Green Bay is a home playoff game this year. No, I don't think so. I think Minnesota wins that division, so you're going on the road. So you're going to start playing places like Tampa and Philadelphia and some of these other places. Philadelphia might be a little different, but if you have to go to Tampa, all of a sudden the receivers are going to matter a whole lot more than they would come in here. Yeah, I'm, I'm talking regular season. That's more so what I'm... What I'm thinking, so you're gonna you're gonna run off a stretch, maybe maybe go four and one at the end of the season because of your run game and. Well, I mean, they have the Lions, Vikings. They have the Rams. They're they come off the bye week after week thirteen, so week fourteen they've got the Rams, which lay by is super important. Yeah, but that's that that's a big benefit the Green Bay is gonna have. For sure. See so your stretch run this season. You've got. Week 13 against the Rams at Lambeau. I think you're going to Miami for Christmas Day. And then you're home for Vikings. You're home for Lions. So two and two? I think you have to go at least three and one yeah. in that. You have to go three and one, but I, they're not going to be favored against the Rams. No. As of today, they're not going to be favored in Miami. No, they're not going to be favored in that game either. Especially Green Bay has a history of going down south late in the year and coming off sluggish, right? That's we, There's a history that's documented that you kind of get down to Miami and it gets humid and it's not the same team. So two and two, and that's assuming you're going to beat the Vikings at home. Which that'd be a primetime game. Square Cousins isn't going to play all that well, so... Well, that's, I, I mean, that's January 1st. That's New Year's Day. That's a pretty safe bet, right? That that's not going to be... It, it's one It's one of those things, too. It could They could go 0-4 in that stretch, too. And they could also go 4-0. They re, they really could. It, but I think, I think like you said, maybe 2-2 two and two is... Realistic. More realistic than... And I think they're going to get in the playoffs. I think they're going to be the... Yeah. What, 5th or 6th seed, probably? Very well could be. I... I you could make that argument. They're a good, a great five seed. I would not want to play them. No. If I was a five, if I was, because it would be five playing three, two, two, five. no, 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 playing four, two versus seven, three versus six, four, five. Yeah. But I wouldn't want to play Green Bay. Absolutely yeah. not, because that's probably what the AM, the NFC South winner. Right. No, that that could be the Bucks. So you're looking at what? Maybe the NFC West. East, East? yeah. The Eagles? Yeah. That'd be a dangerous week one. I think there's a chance the Eagles go have the number one seed. They have a weak schedule. They have... All the NFC East teams. All the (laughs) NFC East teams. I think they have the weakest strength of schedule. They do. They they are a very sexy pick from a lot of insiders to be the number one seed in the NFC. So we were talking about that today at work. What do you guys think of the Eagles? What do you make of them? Like, if you... When you watch them... I have an opinion on this. I'm curious to see what you guys have to say about it. I think they're the Eagles. Like that's a terrible. I mean, that doesn't really make sense. I think they're a. They're going to be probably a lot like what the Cardinals were last year. I don't think they're ready to hit that next step. I think they're going to be very good here in the early part of the season because they have a very young roster, a very young coach. I think when it comes time to win big games that against maybe weaker opponents. When it comes time to win big games, either put themselves either up further in division race, up further in the conference race, I don't think that I think that it's going to kind of collapse on them. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to kind of revert back to the mean 
of what they actually are. Because I don't think Jalen Hurts is that good. No. I don't. I can't name a. They just drafted a receiver, but I can't name who their receiving core is. Oh, they traded for AJ Brown too. Right, Devontae Smith. Yeah. So I'm not blown away by the receiving. They have a good, not great receiving core. I couldn't tell you who their running back is. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's by committee, pretty much. Yeah, and they've got Dallas Goddard at tight end. So, I I don't love them. I think they are. I think they're good, not great. And they play in a crappy division and have a crappy schedule. Well, a good for them schedule, but they have a weaker schedule. And I think they're going to fall apart as the season goes on. I yeah, I think they're going to be exactly like the Cowboys have been for however many years here. I mean, they're going to they're going to win 10, 11 games, but they're probably going to get ousted in the first round of the playoffs. Sean, what do you think? You've been quiet. What do you think of the Philadelphia Eagles? I don't. I couldn't even tell you a player on the Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles team, to be honest. Uh, I'm looking at the Bachelor spoilers. So you don't have any <clears throat> Philadelphia Eagles on your fantasy team? No. No? Nope. I'm pretty sure she's got all Buffalo Bills. <laughs> no, I only have Josh Allen and uh, the defense. I, no, I don't have any Eagles on my fantasy team to pay attention to them. That's it. <laughs> All right, Rams, where are you going with this? Because it sounds like you have something you want to say about this. So Jalen Hurts got benched for Tua at Alabama, right? Yep. So I I have records saying that Jalen Hurts is not as good as Tua. I think that's a fair statement. If you put him in a, in a vacuum, right, I think Tua is a better quarterback. Running quarterbacks tend to get bopped just like Trey Lance did, yep. just like Lamar Jackson did last year. I think the Eagles are more – One sec. Shauna does have a Philadelphia Eagle on her on her fantasy team. Who do I got? She's got Kenneth Gainwell yeah, as her like last stupid bench as her like last Idiot. bench player. Can that be a rule next year? No benches. No. For the winner of the fantasy, <laughs> if I win, that's be my rule. No benches allowed. Hey, it's your. It's your. That's fair. If I win, that's what we're gonna go with. All right. Anyway, Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts. Running quarterbacks tend to get dinged up towards the end of the season, right? I think that they are more of a mismatch issue versus actually talented. Sure. Like Minnesota looked outmatched last night. Yeah. They, they really just did. They looked like that was not a good matchup. Just kind of like Tampa Bay this weekend is kind of a tough matchup for our Green Bay Packers or your Green Bay Packers. The no. Green Bay Packers. Even, even Tampa Bay against New Orleans because New Orleans always plays Tampa it, Bay. It makes no sense yeah. as to how like, New Orleans is not a good team. No. But they are a tough matchup for Tampa Bay and Tampa Bay only, it feels like. Yeah. Except for Green Bay last year. But well, that was week one. We don't we don't we don't count yeah. week ones anymore around here. Not in the seventeen game schedule. <laughs> That's it's preseason game number four. Right. <laughs> that just happens to have the starters playing like it's preseason game one. So anyway. Yes, Shauna? There's just noises going on outside. I don't know if it's too loud or not. It's yeah. hot in here. If you heard a truck go by, you heard a truck go by. I mean, that's that's what it is. We opened the window. I heard it was a ghost. Ooh, spooky season. It is spooky season. Is it officially spooky, spooky season? Yes. Yeah, it's September. Late September. We are officially in late September. Yep. Yeah, there's leaves changing out there. Some of them, I saw, have fallen down. It's supposed to be like 61 on Thursday. 
tomorrow. It's here, guys. Spooky season has arrived. Yeah. Best season. Yeah. All right, boys. So, and Shana. Yeah, I was going to say, you keep saying guys. Seems very exclusive. We what? include you in everything, Shana. <laughs> we do include you in everything. And then you're sitting there watching, looking at Bachelorette spoilers. Yeah. What is the spoiler? Uh, Avon comes and uh, he asks Rachel out at the end of the show because she already broke up with the guy that she picked. <laughs> that was all French to me. Spoiler. Wow. High quality stuff, Sharn. I'm sorry. I'm reporting. I'm. It's sport. It's like sports. There was a. There's bachelor drafts we could do. Next season. Look at all of you. You're just like, what the fuck? I would literally just show you the guy, the pictures of the guys, and you could just tell me. We should do that. That would be good. After that would be high or quality. Before our role playing tabletop game. <laughs> we got to get some sponsors. No During. free ads. No more free ads. During. Right. We'll do a special Secretary Shauna episode and talk about all things pumpkin spice latte and bachelorette. I will make fun of you the entire time. Right? That's okay. I'd be having a great time. I'd also make fun of you the entire time. Uh, no, you fine. wouldn't. You watch it. Don't even I watch you it. Watch it. Yes. <laughs> you are not allowed to say I have anything. no shame in that, that I have one show that I bond with my girlfriend on that she likes. Have you watched it without her? No. He's told me when it's supposed to be on, though. Because I'll be like, oh, we got to watch oh, The Bachelorette tonight. And he's like, oh, it's actually not on. I had to look that up. Yeah, because it's Monday Night Football. Oh, on ABC. Oh, it's Monday Night Football. Yeah, <laughs> yeah football. Yeah, I hate all of you. Yesterday, we watched Vampire Diaries together instead of Monday Night Football. What? Monday Night Football sucked last night. Yeah. Neither game was close. But he Josh watched... Allen was on. Yeah. She was sick. I was watching I Vampire Diaries. What's a vampire diary? Confusing it's and stupid. It's just a great show from the CW, from the heart of the 2008s, whatever it is. 2008s? Yeah, 2008. Whatever it is. It's a great show. It's not a great show. Whatever it is. Did the CW he, actually have a good he, show? Supernatural was good. He sits there and... Like uh, right uh, now and denies it. But last night he was like, okay, so who is that person? Who are they dating? Yeah, if I'm gonna are s- they going to get betrayed? Oh, and you're asking for all sorts of things. I ask questions because if I'm going to sit there and have to watch it anyway. I just hear excuses, Eric. Anyway. Eric's embarrassed right now. Yeah. I'm not embarrassed. Yeah. I have yeah. no look how ready yeah, look at Shana's look calling how ready him out. It's it's, she's calling him out in front of everybody. Yeah. I'm trying to keep this show on the rails. Trying to do my job. I think the show's on the rails right now. It's pretty good. It was a Secretary Shauna topic, Eric. It's on the rails. As we're talking about the We're trying to be inclusive. Yeah. Since when? Since always. Since you said, oh, guys. And Shauna. And Shauna. Thanks. Back to the Packers. All right. So one other thing I did want to touch on as we just kind of review the last game against the Bears. Special teams doesn't suck anymore. It's kind of early to determine that, ain't it? I think we can see a lot of very positives. Sure, but well, it's week three. Let's let's give it a few weeks. Sure, but like I said, I feel pretty good about where they're at. And then as we look ahead to week three, Tampa Bay going down to Tampa Bay in Florida, which the Packers have been historically awful. Playing in Florida, yes. Playing in coast-to-coast travel games for that matter. They don't do great in California either. Playing anywhere other than Lambeau Field. <laughs> or Soldier Field. Or Soldier Field. Or, <laughs> or Detroit. Yeah, Detroit. Ford, Ford Field. 
Not great in Minnesota, though. No. Everywhere else, yeah. Yeah. They put, well, I was going to say they put pretty good in Atlanta, but they played really well in Dallas. I think we can confidently say that. They played very good in Dallas. Anyway, point and a half, Tampa Bay is favored for Tampa Sunday's Bay. game. Before we do our picks. Tampa Bay. <laughs> oh, shocker. The Tampa Bay fan picks Tampa Bay. What Brady, are they favored by? It's a point and a half. Oh. Tom Brady has looked frazzled this year. He's going to be without Mike Evans. He does not look frazzled. He, he looks was, so frazzled. No, he didn't. Take, he took 11 days off to go hang out with Giselle and her yell at him the entire time. That and would then, frazzle me. I don't right. know about you. That's what I'm saying. She's I'm yelling not, at you in a foreign language that you don't understand. She's Your marriage Dutch, is falling right? apart. I don't know. I think she's Dutch. Does anyone know Dutch? I have <laughs> no. I could not tell you any Dutch. So that's it's what like I'm saying. A... I'm sure Thompson there too. Does. is that Dutch? I'm sure she's yeah, that's German. <laughs> <laughs> of course you picked the ice cream. <laughs> it's, it's a made up word actually. Just saying. Haken does is ice cream from Germany. It's a made up word though. Are you sure? I know for 100% fact it is. How do you know that? Can you do, cite your source? Do you source? speak German? History channel. Oh, oh, I watch the History Channel. Did you put what's that website you got to document your source in? Easy Bib. Easy Bib. Easy Bib. Did you Easy Bib it? <laughs> I could Easy Bib it. What do you use now? Do you still use Easy Bib for students? No, you just teach kids how to cite their sources. So how do you know if they're actually doing it though? What do you mean? How do you know if they're actually citing sources? They're not plagiarizing. They put it on the bottom of the thing. But how do you know? How would you know if you stick it in Easy Bib either? Because it runs the thing for you. It says, hey, this is plagiarized. It did. No, Easy Bib is just the way to make your work cited. How do you check it's not plagiarism? What am I thinking of? I don't know. I don't do that. Fourth graders aren't going to be plagiarizing unless. And if I, all Holy Family fourth graders plagiarize the shit out of your next paper. Okay. If, I would just copy and paste. If they do plagiarize, <laughs> it's usually it. pretty obvious. And right now we're writing regular writing anyway, so she's writing, not. She's writing not stories. checking. You can just yeah. citation machine. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, we don't do that. I don't do that. I have two young kids anyway. Copy and paste. She's not checking. I had a a college professor. Tangent, real quick. I had a college professor. He, I wrote this paper. I thought I was going to get an A on it. I got it back. I got like a nine out of 20. I was like, Boo. dude, not what the heck? So I went back in and I was like, excuse me. I thought I did really good on this. <laughs> and he says to me, he goes, well, here's my template. And he holds up this like clear piece of paper and he held it up to my paper and my margins were off. And he goes, it didn't fit inside the template. So, uh, I didn't, I didn't like it. Like he didn't even read the content of my paper. And you just how much put it you, up. How much did you pay for that class? Uh, a lot of money. Over, I don't even know how much. A over under a hundred dollars. Over. How much is it? Like a. I don't a even know. Class at GB. Yeah, like I don't even know. Nine hundred bucks. Yeah. I was pissed, and so then like our friends, they um, like they just wanted to test the theory. So they wrote a paper about a Justin Bieber concert that was supposed to be about like critical race theory and stuff. And sure shit, he got a 20 out of 20 on it because it fit the mold <laughs> of the of the thing. We were so pissed. Did you turn him in? No, we didn't say anything. I wouldn't I wouldn't fist fight him in the parking he lot. He was like a tenured professor at GB, like 
Call them out. You're looking yeah. at over a thousand dollars per class. Yeah. At so Green Bay. so yeah. you paid a thousand dollars for a thousand dollars. Yep. So your your average tuition at UW Green Bay is seven point eight thousand dollars. Yeah. So eight thousand dollars. You're taking take. five classes a semester, basically. Yeah. Yeah, you're taking over a thousand dollars. Yeah. For that. It's right mm -hmm. about Justin Bieber. This is Gen Ed. I would have fist fight him in the parking lot. I'm not gonna lie. It was horrible. I might it go was... fist fight him now in the parking lot. Yeah. This is not premeditated, friends listening. <laughs> GB professors, lock your doors. Do you want to call him out? No. Yeah, it's call, okay. him out, call him out. Call him out. Honestly, I can't even remember. You didn't his do a name. noogie today. Yeah. What's your noogie? I honestly can't even remember his name. Damn patriarchy. It was a writer. It was a writing class. It was a gen ed writing class, oh, and I had to go to. And I had to go to tutoring for it because I got that grade on that paper. Did you tell your tutor? You guys hey. want to hear a fun story about writing classes while we're talking about this? So oh, Sean was getting nine out twenties. I had a paper, and we're past statute of limitations on this, I think. So I had a paper that was a three-page paper. I didn't do it. I had turned in a page. I had a page and a half done. I copy and pasted that page and a half. So I had the three-page paper. Took it to class. Said I cited it. I copy and paste it on the wrong part so i had a three-page paper i got an extension to get it done so i had like an extra week easier grading i got an a and shauna's over here getting nines out of 20s shauna you just not gotta know how to play the system you gotta play dirty well you, after that i just wrote shitty papers did, and did i didn't you, put any time in it and i'm like i know what your fucking template looks did like did you Excuse not me. learn anything from eddie guerrero <laughs> lie <laughs> cheat steal <laughs> yeah she didn't know wrestling back then oh that's why that's yeah, why. I didn't know. You, you, the Eddie Guerrero. Why you had no Viva La Raza. If you would have known that, you would have been fine. I didn't know Eric then. You, sh Lodge, you still, still. should have known Eddie Guerrero, though. Yeah, you really should have. I don't know who that is. What? <sighs> You're going to have to show our videos. Though. We have to show our Eddie oh, Guerrero videos. That's after the show. That's our post-production meeting. Just making TikToks of me watching this guy. Yeah, it's, it's not just a guy. It's Eddie Guerrero. Sean, you're you're pretty good at explaining common things here. How would you explain Eddie Guerrero to Sean? May he rest in peace. You, you explained it exactly. You lie, you cheat, you steal. That's pre pretty much it. That's how he won. <laughs> you like you like Ray Mysterio, right? Yeah. Do I like him? Yes. Sure. Imagine the teenage dirtbag version of Ray Mysterio. Long hair oh. with a mullet. Does he wear the mask? He no. no. Oh. Teenage Dirtbag version. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, I've never seen Rey Mysterio without the mask. It's fair. Most people haven't. Have the three of you. 1996. Yes. WCW. Yeah. I have the Halloween. I got the trading card. Halloween Havoc, oh, I believe, actually. Okay. Against Eddie or against when he lost the mask? When he lost the mask. I don't know if that was Halloween Havoc. No, I feel, I feel like 96 is... is too early because 95 is when he was against Eddie at Halloween Havoc. Yeah, are we gonna do our Packers Tampa picks or no? Eventually, we got more important to talk about Eddie Guerrero now. <laughs> oh dear, he has been photographed outside of the wrestling ring without the mask as well. Very seldom. Okay, so did his son go bad now? Yeah, yeah, his son's so his son's not with him anymore. Nope. No, no, he's with Finn Balor. Wow, that's actually Eddie Guerrero's son if you. Yeah, really Eddie, Guerrero, Eddie Guerrero and Rey Mysterio had a paternity Dispute. story angle. Yeah. Did they do a ladder match? Yep. They did. <laughs> with, with the paternity papers. On, uh, at, yeah. As, yeah they and the winner of the ladder match got the sun. Yep. Oh. <laughs> Rey Mysterio won. <laughs> but it is actually the other guy's son? I don't know. 
nobody knows. According to the fraternity <laughs> test that Rebisteria won at SummerSlam. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, God. This show has gotten And you guys make there. fun of me because I watched The Bachelorette, but this is like that for you. You're, you've been entertained now. That's true. They and you know what? The Bachelorette doesn't do flips. Or fraternity test <laughs> ladder matches. It's like Jerry Springer. It's better than Jerry yeah, Springer. Way, way better. Okay. Jerry Springer doesn't have paternity stupid so matches either. So what? It was like the money in the bank, but the paternity yeah, test, yeah, exactly. but the paternity test yeah. was up at the top. Yeah. And we, at the point that that was going on, we were what? We were nine. Yeah, yeah ten. nine or ten. Yeah. It was the talk of the schoolyard oh, when Rey Mysterio won Dominic Mysterio back. Wow. Did, am I remembering right? Did Dominic push Eddie off the ladder? In that? We've got Peacock. We can pull uh, this up. He might have. I'm, I'm pretty sure that oh, happened dear. at Here some at some point in that. I'm trying to think of another another match that was crazy with Eddie the Guerrero. Well, he always he would take the chair, hit the yeah. guy with it, and then toss it to the like he would like he was going to use it. He would toss it to the other guy. He'd stand there, hold it. The ref would turn around. And he'd, he'd lay down, down. Yeah. like he got hit with the chair, and he would win that <laughs> way. Oh, it was great. And then then I think I think during this whole. Uh, Eddie Ray, Ray thing. Eddie tried to do it to Ray, but the ref was wasn't paying attention or whatever. And, and he would taunt you. He'd sit on the ground. He'd like wave uh, at you and stuff. Oh. Or untying his boot at WrestleMania against Kurt Angle. He had a five star frog splash. Yeah. yeah, he was the originator or one of the originators of the five star frog splash. He had the, the three, three amigos. amigos. Yeah, he came down to the ring in a lowrider. That's nice. true. Like the dude, um, who was that not that long spell. ago with the big, that came in the tractor? No. Brock, Brock Lesnar? Oh, he yeah. came in a lowrider. Yeah. Yeah, That's no, I'm just saying like a, a car, though. <laughs> like, well, right, but I'm just Like, saying. probably the exact opposite of a tractor is what Eddie Barrow can. <laughs> I know what a lowrider is. Can you, are you okay, Eric? Are you no. okay? I believe John Cena F'u'd him on the hood of one of his lowriders. Yeah, they, don't you remember the parking lot brawl? Yeah. Because that was... Yeah, that was against John Cena, and for I'm pretty sure it was for the United States Championship. I believe you're right. So, Shauna, as we've showed you some highlights here as we've been recording, Eddie Guerrero, Lie, Cheat, Steal. Yeah. New motto. Definitely. Are you going to teach that to your kids? <laughs> well, I, I, I teach at a Catholic school, so that'd probably be against John, everything. Eddie was a big Catholic. Eddie was a huge Catholic. <laughs> Which kind of makes sense if you think about it. <laughs> well, no comment. Yeah, uh, I, yeah. I, I don't know. That ladder match was was good stuff. But I felt bad for the little kid. He literally looked like he didn't know if he was going home with dad or not. <laughs> like, but it, a little but it, sad. Okay, so you look at the picture right now. Who do you think is actually the actually the dad? I mean, Eddie's got blonde blonde tips. Dominic's got blonde tips. I think they may have dyed the hair. <laughs> I don't think so. Blonde yeah. tips just—they they yeah. just That's happen. That's how it happens. Yeah, especially in 2005. Yeah, you yeah, don't, totes. Don't even know what color hair Ray Mysterio's got because of a mask. Yeah, he's got so. the mask all the time. Well, you, you've never really seen Ray's face, so you can't really say that Dom looks anything like him. Eddie was taller than Ray. And Dom, Dom is, is taller, taller than, than Ray. Ray. Ray's uh, wife is taller than him, though, too. So the height might have come from Miles. No, we can't do that. That makes sense. Just saying. Right. We have to do a ladder match. <laughs> <laughs> For custody papers. That boy looked scared, though. He was like... Mm. Well, yeah, he was nine. Yeah. And Eddie Guerrero lied, cheat, and steal. Oh, hey, Mr. Kennedy's on TV. 
Yeah. So Mr. anyway. So Green Bay Packers. Yeah. <laughs> Green Bay Packers versus great, Tampa great Bay. Great segue. Mr. Kennedy, Green Bay guy. Yep. Trained by a guy from Jill, Mike Merck. So little segue there, Green Bay Packers. Packers, a one and a half point dog this coming week against the Buccaneers. And we already know where Rams is going. So, Sean, where are you going with this game and why? I'm going to take Tampa Bay. Even I I feel like Tampa Bay is still going to win, even though they really don't have a wide receiver at the moment. With Mike Evans being out, Chris Godwin being out. Julio Jones out too, yeah. yeah, I think Julio Jones is out too. I know they were pretty much without those guys. This week also. So Tom Brady's going to throw some, some deck furniture? He's going to throw a Scotty Miller, but Kevin King's not going to be there to fall down. Yeah. I well, should run down to Tampa Bay and be like, hey, Tom. <laughs> I was a high school wide receiver. Look. Big fan. Hit me up. Yeah. I I still think Tampa Bay is going to win. Just defense-wise, I feel, I feel they're going to shut down Green Bay. Yeah, so. you know. Well, I think what Tampa Bay does really well and this is someone who watches quite a few Tampa Bay games. Tampa Bay Blitz is really good up the middle. And we talked about earlier, what's one of Green Bay's major problems right now? Guard center guard, right? And Devin White and Levante David and Shaq Barrett, they like to do stints and blitz between center guard on both sides. And I have a feeling that's going to be a problem for Aaron Rodgers because Aaron Rodgers traditionally... If you can get pressure in the middle on Aaron, he tends to get happy feet. Now, I will say this. Uh, one very key injury in this game is Akeem Hicks is out. I Already decided. I don't think that matters. Yeah. You guys still got Vita Vea. I think. I don't think you're going to have an White issue. Devin White is a stud. Dev, Devin White's the best blitzing middle linebacker. That's true. That like, is like absolutely I said, true. I think that we're going to have a hard time picking up blitz packages Guard, center card. Yeah, this is gonna be a tough game for Green Bay. I I want to pick Green Bay because I think they're due for a win here against Tampa Bay, and I think if they're going to beat them, this is a perfect time to do it. But I don't know if there's been enough that I can confidently say that they do this this go around. I think they're still trying to figure out the offense yet. They don't really know what their offensive line is gonna look like come Sunday depending on who's going to play or not. I'm going to have to say the Buccaneers as well. And I I don't think the defense played as well of, as they should have against Chicago. They did in the second and third quarters. Once they kind of went back to that, and Mason pointed this out very well in our videos, by the way. So go to our Facebook page. Go to TikTok. Check those out. Uh, Instagram as well. Go to our social media pages. Check those videos out where he kind of talks about why the zone run scheme works so well against Green Bay. Leonard Fortner has a great zone run scheme yes, running is. back. Um, Gio Bernard may not play this week. Doesn't I don't think it'll matter. Um, but it's a great matchup, a tough matchup, I should say. Really, I think, for both teams. I mean, especially depending on the health of the receiver group. Greenman may have an advantage in the secondary, but that run offense, you know, could be a lot better. So we'll see. Shauna, do you have a pick here? Yeah, I'm going to go Green Bay. Uh, based solely off of pop culture, uh, Tom Brady is like, he's not looking well. Uh, Giselle 
it's getting to him and it's in the news now like hardcore in the news it's been in the news for three weeks yes but it's like people are starting to like go on his person like uh appearance and they're cares? yeah but he's just sitting there with as seven much, rings just going as much as you can mwah, sit there mwah. and say you don't care like ev- eventually it's gonna get to them and he looks like he's not sleeping he looks like he's not eating he looks unwell so and eventually it's gonna get to him to shauna's point this came from um his let's go podcast he does with larry fitzgerald and jim gray uh he's the headline here is tom brady hints that his marriage was with Giselle, whatever her last name is, are affecting his NFL career. And his quote was, I've got to be really mindful of that going forward, getting my emotions in a good place so it allows me to be the best player I can be. Saying he was too overly emotional during this last Sunday's game. And he concluded with, I've got to find a better place to be at so I can be a better place for my teammates. And see, you know, like with the kids and stuff, like – as much as he's like this big NFL baller and stuff, he's got a heart deep down and he cares about those kids and he cares about Giselle and he cares about his home life. He said, fuck them kids and came back to the NFL. I know that, but like, are you sure? But he's going to try. I feel like he's trying to also do the dad thing or like, you know, who knows? And so something could be said to him before the game from Giselle or the kids or whatever that could throw him off. And that's, that's what I'm banking but on. What if Giselle says, "All right, baby, I'm coming back. Put me on the Super Bowl," and he goes out and throws 600 yards and 12 dimes? Well, then that's what he does. But I'm, like I said, solely based off the fact of like pop culture stuff. When people have like these scandals in the news with their wives and stuff, they typically tend to go downhill pretty quick. So, as the resident pop culture fiend in this gang right here. <laughs> oh, now we're a gang. Kind of more of a cult than a gang crew, whatever it is. I'd say we're more of a cult than a gang. I'm going Green Bay Packers based on the sole reason Tom Brady is so going to go down. Did you see? I don't know if you've seen this, but did you see the tweet or it was something going around on Facebook that if Aaron Rodgers was as. How do I want to say it as cranky about everything as what Tom Brady was? Everybody would be coming for his head right now. Oh, and... for sure. Okay, but there's a... Okay, we're not allowed to compare Aaron Rodgers to Tom Brady ever again. Those conversations are done. They're not They're done, not in the same no, conversation. Tom Brady is in the all-time great conversation. Aaron Rodgers is in maybe top three or four of his era. Maybe. Peyton's better. Drew Brees is better. Drew Brees. Drew Brees no. is not better than Drew Aaron Rodgers. Drew Brees is better than Aaron Rodgers. No. What has Aaron Rodgers done? What's his playoff record? Four-time MVP. Okay. Just, okay. just don't go off. They have the same amount of Super Bowls. Okay, but NFL, all that matters is, are, did you win on Sunday? Did you win on Sunday or you're winning Super Bowls? Aaron they won Rodgers, the same amount of Super Bowls. Yes, but Aaron Rodgers has what? Okay, consistently what? failed. But if So did Drew Brees, though. There's a lot of times that the Saints didn't make the playoffs okay. with Drew Brees. Even 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 if you're gonna go there. So are, are you saying that's best to lose in the playoff or not get to the playoffs rather than lose in the NFC Championship game? I'm saying that it doesn't. Aaron Rodgers is the most overrated quarterback in the last decade. People we fanboy over Aaron Rodgers, but he never wins any big games. Tell me I'm wrong. When was the last big game Aaron's won? The Rams last year during Week Twelve. I mean that's oh great. Congratulations if you the Rams in the regular season. As soon as Aaron Rodgers plays anyone with more talent than him, he folds. He does. Look up his... Seattle in 2020. 
the Rams in twenty twenty one. He didn't go out on special teams. He didn't play and, defense. Uh, but he's still folded, right? He's still. Doing, I would say he didn't fold. What did he do with San Francisco? He got battle played by Jimmy Garoppolo. His defense got bitch slapped. Yeah, he had seventeen yards in the fourth quarter. Seventeen. Which, which, which San Francisco game we're talking about? Last the, year, the championship game, or to go to the championship game, divisional round. Okay, so last year I would agree with he got outplayed. Okay, he but got two played by years Jimmy ago, Garoppolo. when San Francisco went to the Super Bowl, Atlanta, the defense got bitch slapped. The Atlanta, Atlanta bitch slapped them. Right, but Aaron, that's not Aaron okay, Rodgers having anything to do sure, with that. Sure, but we don't have the Tom Brady doesn't have to happen to him. Tom Brady isn't going. Tom Brady's had much stop. better defenses. Yeah. Okay, but Tom Brady has less weapons. better. The oh. amount of games that Aaron oh, Rodgers has Deion lost. Branch? He had three Super Bowls with Deion Branch as the number one receiver. The other Super Bowl with Deion Branch Julie, was a Super Bowl MVP with yeah. Julian Edelman. Randy Moss didn't win a Super Bowl with Randy Moss. I mean, Julian Edelman probably should have been a Super Bowl. Julian yeah. Edelman James White should have been a was Super Bowl a MVP. College quarterback. And Randall Cobb was won. a college quarterback. And won Super Bowls. When what Randall Cobb won? He hasn't won a Super Bowl either. Exactly. I mean, that's what I'm saying. You, we, Aaron Rodgers, is when Aaron Rodgers wins our Super Bowl, we can have maybe the conversation, but Tom Brady is far and above what Aaron Rodgers is. So, okay, who you put? Who are you putting at your top three of all time? You're putting Tom Brady. Tom Brady, Peyton Manning. So Peyton Manning won two Super two, Bowls. Two. When last one was a garbage one. Yeah, but Tom or Peyton Manning has five MVPs. If that's what we're on. Sure. And he, he has an extra MVP. Six. He has one extra MVP. When the year they went from a playoff or a 13 and 3 team to uh, what, a 2 and 11? Yeah. I'm saying he should have another MVP that year. So there, there's a different class. Aaron Rodgers falls closer to the Drew Breeses of the world than the Peyton Mannings and Tom Brady's. So if you're going solely on Super Bowls, are you saying Eli's better than Peyton? No. They both have two. These guys are all better than Dan Marino. Right. Yes. Eli Manning is better than Dan Marino. No, but Dan Marino is. Yes. Okay, fine. The Eli conversation is an outlier. I. That's not the conversation we're having. But, but that's a bullshit argument because you're saying, oh, it's Eli Manning and you're trying to poke a hole. We're talking Tom Brady is seven. So are you? Yeah, Tom Brady. I, I think we can all agree that Tom Brady is the most accomplished okay, quarterback. Yeah. I don't but think that's... And he's going to finish the record books ahead of Aaron Rodgers in every set. Yes, but he's Probably also going to well. play 20, okay. 22 or but, 23 years. Okay, Aaron Rodgers isn't going to do that. That's not Aaron, That's not Tom Brady's fault that he played longer. No, it's not, but it's no. not Aaron Rodgers' fault that he didn't play longer either. I'm saying Aaron Rodgers, what big game has he won since the Super Bowl in 2010? What's the big game that we're like, Oh, wow, Aaron Rodgers really drug Green Bay to a win. Aaron Rodgers gets down by a few touchdowns and throws Arizona. a big He That's the thing, though. He's getting down by multiple touchdowns in these big games because his defense has been awful. He's had games. He's I'm had, I saying, think, four or five playoff games where he didn't even get on the field in overtime. You don't see that with other quarterbacks. Patrick Mahomes doesn't do that kind of stuff. That's because they're Allen getting there because of Aaron Rodgers. But Josh Allen doesn't do that kind of stuff. Josh Allen hasn't been in the yes. big moment either. He's yeah. folded in the playoffs too by that logic. Yeah, technically Josh Allen didn't. Patrick get it. Mahomes has folded in the Super Bowl multiple, so more would, times than he hasn't. You're saying that Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers are in the same conversation. I think if we're talking about pure skill of the game and pure overall being a quarterback, absolutely. You you can throw championships out the window. But no, that's you look, no. We can't. We can't. Yes, throw, you absolutely can. No, you cannot. Because otherwise, you're what saying is, what's the point of the Trent NFL? Dilfer, Eli Manning, Joe Flacco are all greater. 
what's than the, Dan Marino. What's the point of the NFL? Winning on Sunday. Sure. Aaron Rodgers, there is multiple times where Aaron Rodgers folds on Sunday. Aaron Rodgers cannot win a big game. You could say the same thing with Tom Brady. He has seven rings. He still folds when? multiple times a season. When? When was the game that you're like, Tom Brady just fell apart? Uh, was you, it last you, year against you, the Rams, I believe? Yeah. Or New Orleans? I think they only lost that game by, what, seven points? Aaron Rodgers goes down by two touchdowns. It's over. Over. That goes back. To, he's not playing defense, no, you, though. Okay, but so we, we can't say that Aaron Rodgers can't score points if he goes down. Like Seattle or the San Francisco game. That's the prime example of Aaron Rodgers' career. He gets down and can't come back. He can't lead drives. He gets flustered. He's too worried about a passer rating that's irrelevant at this point because he's going to get outpaced by pretty much any starting quarterback nowadays. He does. I don't think he cares about the pass he rate. He cares about did, the interception. He, wants, he doesn't want to throw an interception and give the ball to their team in bad okay, field but, possession. Okay, but so are we, are we going to say that not throwing an interception, I avoided throwing an interception, but I didn't throw a touchdown. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, he passes on opportunities to force a ball sometimes because he's so worried about throwing an interception because he's more worried about that kind of number than he is about other things. I don't think he's worried about the number. I think he's worried about throwing so, okay, an interception to their team to have better possession. Then what the are field. we saying that Aaron Rodgers... Because if he throws that 50-50 ball and they pick it off and then they have better field position, then he's down another touchdown. Then you can say the same thing over and over and over again. Yep, they got down by two touchdowns and he quit. Well, if he throws that third one or that third, they go down by three touchdowns instead of two, where he keeps the ball, he throws it out of bounds or he hits the sack... They go down, maybe they score the field goal instead of the touchdown, but they're still in the game better. So what's the conversation? What's Aaron Rodgers' career going to be remembered for? What are we going to say? Best quarterback that never won another Super Bowl? He's going to go down as the best thrower of the football. No, he's not. He's not better than Patrick Mahomes. He's not better than Josh Allen. Those guys are going to outpace Aaron Rodgers. You can't tell. Yes, they Every, are. Everybody thought Josh Allen was horrible pick coming out of Wyoming. N- no, not everyone. There's multiple guys that have him as one of the highest rating scouts or highest rating recruits ever coming out. There's if you no, go back, there, there, yes, there he was the least. He was probably like, okay, but the least of the sure quarterbacks from that draft because he, he was ranked fourth, right? Yeah, but as of today, and where we are now, Josh Allen's gonna go down as a better throw of the football, and so is Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes is gonna be go down better than Aaron Rodgers will today. I I feel like you can't. Do that point because Tyreek yes. Hill, Tyreek Hill, made Patrick Mahomes a lot had, better. He just had five touchdowns the other day. I don't disagree with that statement, but then what about Jordy Nelson and Devontae Adams? They're not in the same tier no. as Tyreek Hill. Are you sure? Because everyone tells me Devontae Adams is the best receiver in the league. I don't. I don't agree with that. You think Tyreek Hill is better than Devontae Adams? I think Tyreek Hill and Devontae Adams are probably even. But I you can't put, you can't put Jordy Nelson in that conversation. No, but they're different skill sets. What about those? Greg Jennings, Jordy Nelson, Randall Cobb. You can't Cobb, put any of those guys Finley. in that conversation. Yeah, but who? So Patrick Mahomes had Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill. Ty- Travis Kelsey is a definite Hall, NFL Hall of Famer. Yeah. Okay. Tyreek Hill is an NFL Hall of Famer. More than likely at this point, if we're looking at and the body work to this point, the only one that Rodgers has maybe had is Devontae, and he's—I wouldn't even say he's a Hall of Famer. I really wouldn't. But we're so. But Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey are. Yeah. Easily. If Tyreek Hill stops today, I don't know if that's necessarily true. It's close. Okay, He's but in saying, the conversation. We're saying the same thing about with Devontae and Tyreek yeah, Hill. Yeah, they're even. Okay, sure. But So we're going to go and say, when this is all said and done, this is the problem that Aaron's going to run into. And this is 
where this is going to sit, how Aaron's going to get looked back on, is he wasn't better than the current group of elite quarterbacks, and he wasn't better than the last group. He's going to fall like three. He's like three on the list, right? He's not better than Peyton Manning, and he's not better than Tom Brady. I think he's better than Peyton Manning, to be honest. Peyton Manning. And I, I, and honestly, in terms of quarterback play, I think he's better than Tom Brady. Tom Brady's just more accomplished. Yeah. But how do you get more accomplished? You have a better team around you. I don't necessarily. You have a better I, defense. I, you have I, a better offense. What's New England line. done since Tom Brady's been gone? They made team. the playoffs last year with Mac Jones. Okay. I think Green Bay without Aaron Rodgers today is still a playoff team. Okay. So for all the slander you give Jordan Love, you're going to say he's going to be a playoff team? Or he's gonna I think the roster around the Green Bay is good enough to be in a playoff team. I think they're I don't I don't think they're obviously a one seed. I think they're probably a six or seven seed, right? Yeah, but you're saying that with Aaron Rodgers already. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So I, so you're saying there's no difference between Jordan Love and Aaron Rodgers on this team is what you're telling me right now. Do we really think that? I think this team's led by Rodgers. I think Rodgers. there's a I, significant difference. But I think this team is pushed by a defense and a run game, not driven by Aaron Rodgers anymore. I don't know if I can agree with that. Are you sure? We went to a run, a zone run team. How many attempts did Aaron? He had 19. Against the Bears? I believe he had 19 attempts. How many did he have against Minnesota? Let me find out. And I believe attempts dropped off a cliff as soon as Matt LaFleur came in the building. Yeah, but by 50 or 60. He was attempts. 19 of 25 on Sunday, 234 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, week one against the Vikings. He was 22 of 34, 195 yards. Right. So we're passing what? 25 plus times a game. Not counting sacks, where they're dropping back two pass. Sacked three times against the Vikings, four, or th- four times against Vikings, three times against the Bears. So that's another three passings to so 28 and 38. How many yards? Uh, 234 against the Bears, 195 against the Vikings. I, I would even say you you got to look at the coaching staffs, too. Aaron Rodgers had Mike McCarthy. and Okay, but what's Belichick done since Tom Brady's been gone? Playoffs. Coaching, coaching is 70-30. Coaching, he, took, he had Matt Castle win 10 games. Yes. Coaching is 70-30, though. I, you, so you're saying that Tom that Bill Belichick's calling plays for Tom Brady, that that had nothing to do with Josh McDaniels? Even still, that's more to the it, point. Okay, but you can look. You you said yourself that Nathaniel Hackett's a bum on this podcast. Yeah. So if he had him as an offensive coordinator, Matt Lafleur, where we can all, I think we can all can easily say that Bruce Arians probably a better head coach than Todd Bowles. Well, and Todd Bowles too than Matt Lafleur at this point, much more uh, accomplished. Are you sure? I don't. I don't think either one of them all that great. I don't think Matt Lafleur is that great. I definitely don't think that. Bruce Arians is there anything special? That was Brady's offense on Tampa Bay. With significantly better talent and a better defense. And Tom Brady figured it out. I don't th- I don't know if you switch Aaron Rodgers out. Aaron Rodgers quits. He quits on teams. He quits in fourth quarters. He gets tight in spots. That does not happen to the Patrick Mahomes of the world. That doesn't happen to... So that's a tra- yeah, Patrick Aaron Mahomes is- goes out and throws three more interceptions. Okay, but he still comes out and wins the Super Bowl and gets to what? Two AFC Championship games, two Super Bowls. Aaron Rodgers never got back. He's gotten all the championship games, so you can't use that. It's the same logic. But he's never got back to another Super Bowl, did he? 
and honestly, I don't outside of Seattle in fourteen, he's not really been close. I mean, they were pretty. They were still, all things considered, pretty close against Tampa Bay. Uh, they were close you're, then. You're you're five plays probably from in the Tampa Bay game. But Aaron can't make five plays. He didn't score after in the fourth quarter of that game either, did he? I'd have to look back at it, but you have that going against you. You have. So I guess I'll say this. I'm going to take Tom Brady all the time over Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers gets tight. Sure, but to say that they can't be compared is... They're, they can't be. We're Tom Brady is the greatest football player to ever play. Aaron he's Rogers, the most accomplished. I, Aaron Rodgers won't... I really don't know if you can say he's the greatest. He's the most accomplished by Who's far. Better? Who's better? Like, that's the conversation. Okay, if you can you can say, okay, he's not the GOAT. Who's better? Where's where's the line? Well, you, you have to look at so many different areas. If we're going to have that conversation, there's so many different areas of football. You could say Don Hudson, if we're being honest. No. Don Hudson could probably play in any era. I... Again... We're talking about guys who were playing against part-time people. Like so pre-1970 doesn't count. That's a completely different era. It's just kind of like the three-point line in the NBA. I think it's fair to say that pre-1982, when the three-point line came in, we can't really compare those guys to today. Well, so, sure. So as a whole, okay, but okay, that... just just throw the NBA. You couldn't you couldn't throw Wilt Chamberlain in no. to the NBA now and No, you couldn't. The Game today is so much faster. People are so much more talented nowadays. And they weren't shooting threes. And I know that sounds like a bizarre topic to say, but you space the floor more. Yeah, centers so, centers so, were able so that to, gives them way more. No, no. Centers were able to dominate because everyone was focused on crashing basket. When you space floor, Steph Curry is going to drop 50 on Wilt. Wilt is going to be an average NBA center at seven foot. How many seven footers in the NBA today that's like, oh, that's just not a seven footer? Wilt Chamberlain was so far ahead of his time. I, I totally agree that he is so far ahead of his time. But he, even. I. They're not playing the same game. Baseball is the only sport I can say where you can go from beginning of inception to today. You really can't, though, either. But it's close enough to the same game, it's played by the same rules. Well. The NFL today, even playing offense, is it really even fair to compare today's NFL? Is it even really fair to compare Patrick Mahomes to Joe Montana? It's not even fair to compare Patrick Mahomes to Brett Favre, if we're being honest. That's why this conversation, why you can't compare the two. But Tom Brady played across three decades. Tom Brady's had three Hall of Fame careers. Sure. You break his career into three parts, he's had three Hall of Fame careers. Yeah. And you could probably argue four if you really wanted to look at it and break it into four different sections. Three Super Bowls in New England, you could probably make that one. And this last run he's had, that's probably not a Hall of Fame career. So he's had three Hall of Fame careers. There's not another player in league history that's done that. I think you could also say Aaron Rodgers has had two Hall of Fame careers. No. After 2010, if he doesn't have a Super Bowl, three MVPs, does that get you in automatically? Three MVPs? Easily. That's the whole Russell Westbrook conversation. Should Russell Westbrook be a Hall of Famer? Different sport. Totally should different. Lamar Jackson be a Hall of Famer? Lamar Jackson has one. Okay, but should he be a Hall of Famer? He's not one? getting to the conference championship game where he's one of the best four teams in the NFL. Where you can you can point to Aaron Rodgers' career, and again, you know, yes, they're only getting the NFC Championship game, but you can point to Aaron Rodgers' career where there's been, like I said, four or five playoff games where he's been in overtime, didn't get the ball. You can point at that. You can, and you can say, you know, 
maybe they went to win anyway. Wouldn't maybe went to mattered. But you can look at all those games that he didn't have a chance to score in those big moments. And again, you can say maybe he would, maybe he won't. We don't know. He hasn't had as good of a defense up until maybe this season that he did in 2010. I think that's a very cons- easily thing we can all agree on. So, yes, maybe he's not putting up 40 points a game in those big games because he's playing against better teams. But he hasn't had any help to limit those points either. You look at the air. Look at let's even look at the Arizona game was 2016 playoffs where the Jeff Janis Hall Hail Marys. Yep. He put that team on his back, went two Hail Marys in the same possession, went basically 100 yards on the field because they had a penalty on one of the Hall or the Hail Marys, too. They basically go 100 plus yards in that drive total, and he doesn't get a chance to touch the ball in a comeback. So he was making big plays in that sure. game, and they still lose. It, that's what I'm saying is they've had better teams. Like Tom Brady said, significantly better teams. See, and that's where it matters, though. I don't necessarily think that's true. I don't think it's I don't think that's a fair assessment to say Tom Brady's had just better teams flat out. I would say Tom Brady's had similar teams. Better coach teams for sure, especially with the defense. Look at those, look at that first super those first three Super Bowls that he won in New England. Those defenses were so talented okay. for that era of football. So let's just chop that in section out then. So let's talk two thousand still four. I mean that's two thousand two thousand five to twenty twenty two. Just exclude those defenses. That was pre Tom. So we're looking at seven to twenty twenty two. Sure. Okay. But those teams I would say just off the top of my head are probably as good as what Aaron had. I don't I wouldn't say Aaron was night and day below that. I'd say Tampa Bay had a much better defense than Aaron Rodgers than when they were head to head. Okay, but I'd say Green Bay had a much better offense 2010 to 2011. That 2010 defense probably had more Hall of Famers on it for that stretch between what 08 to 12. And maybe two. They had Charles Woodson, they had Julius Peppers. Clay Matthews. Clay Matthews is not, not a Hall, a Hall of Famer. Are you sure? 100%. But you just said MVP. He had a defensive MVP. He had one player of the Plus year. Super Bowl. I mean, I think Clay will get in. No. Clay might get in as a late he'll veteran. Get a, he'll get a Leroy, whatever. Leroy Butler. Yeah, in. he'll get Clay a Leroy Butler. In. So that's, he's a Hall of Famer then? Maybe. Okay, well, that's, that's what Tom Brady one, had maybe at two. that time. He had Vita Vea. No, not Vita Vea. No. Uh, or are we talking just New England? Oh, oh, or are we I, talking the 2005? We're talking about that stretch. Oh, so, seven to now? But we're he's saying, had Devin White. He's had... Shaq Barrett. You Shaq had Barrett. He's had Levante David. You had Malcolm Butler making one of the greatest plays yeah. of all time. That's not a Hall of Famer though. Malcolm Butler left New England and hasn't done anything since. Yeah. So that so the McCartney's. What, what does that tell you? That just the coaching that he had. Then I mean, he made a play. He was a third string defensive back and made a play. Like that's not. That's what I'm saying. We're so we're we just assume that Aaron Rodgers is like and Damakin Sue. That's just Tampa Bay. I mean, if we want to go into the New, uh, England, the New England defenses. What about that stretch? Like I said, that same stretch. A lot of those guys who you think are Hall of Famers were already tired at that point. There was a lot of guys that stepped up and made plays. And I don't think that's coaching. That's players making plays. Like I said, coaching, is, it's a 70-30 split. A player makes the plays. A player makes the calls on the field. The coach can put you in the right position. But I think it's just, I don't think that's necessarily fair to say that Tom Brady just had ab- 
just way better teams when Green Bay did still stretches. Well, if we're looking at 2014, when the Patriots won the Super Bowl against Seattle, the team that beat Green Bay. I'm just kind of taking a quick look at this over, you know, just real quick. I'd say Jamie Collins is going to have a conversation. But he's the same conversation as Clay Matthews. That's not uh Jonathan Casillas is probably in that. Dante Hightower. Yeah. Um, Stephon Gilmore was around in that time. I don't think he was on this team, but he, Darrell Revis was on that team. Not that he was a huge contributor. Still a Hall of Famer. Same capacity as basically Julius Peppers was. Sure. Chandler Jones is going to have that conversation. Rob Nikovich, Vince Wilfork. Vince Wilfork's a Hall of Famer. Right. We can all agree on that. Sure. So that's that's three, four Hall of Famers right there that we okay. can have the conversation on. But you the Packers have maybe one and a half. Aaron David Bakhtiari, Clay Matthews, Julius. If we're just talking defense, if we're just talking defense, but you have Charles Woodson and you have who was on that offense. Look at the offensive side. I mean, for this Patriots team, yeah. I mean, there's not Julian Edelman, uh, not a Hall of Famer. Danny Amendola, James White, not a Hall of Famer. Legarrette Blunt, not a Hall of Famer. Uh, Nate Soldier, maybe. Gronk. Gronk, so one. More than I can conservatively say about Green Bay. I think Gronk is the same conversation that Devontae would have. I think Gronk's a surefire Hall of Famer. I think Devontae probably is too at this point. So we still agree that that's a better defense. That's a more well-rounded team. I would say they're pretty close. They're a lot closer than what it looks. That's what I'm saying. It's not that Tom Brady had all-star teams put around him. That that offense is not good as good as what Packers had that year. It's not as good as what the Packers had that year. We can go around about this all day. I just I don't think that that's not they're not in the same conversation. Agree to disagree for the episode. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Shauna hasn't checked in in a while. Shauna, what do you have for our dive bar of the week? Um, it's closing time. There is a dive bar in Sheboygan where uh, I am from. It's called Frankie's. Eric's been there. Um, food. They have huge sandwiches on Sheboygan hard rolls. I kid you not. It's as big as a plate. Okay. And they have a five and a half pound Frankie's quadruple bacon cheeseburger challenge that I've wanted Eric to do, but we didn't have time. Five pound cheeseburger? But you have 45 minutes to finish four 12 ounce burger patties, 12 slices of cheese, lots of bacon, plenty healthy vegetables. You're allowed to pick your cheese. Um, this guy finished in, uh, 25 minutes and 22 seconds. He received the $50 meal for free, a t-shirt and $20 gift card. So how much is it? It's five and a half pounds. So it's a quadruple bacon cheeseburger and it's about this big. I can do that. For reference, it's, I don't know, like six inches tall ish. (laughs) 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 Oh dear. Did, did all of our minds go there? Yep. <laughs> there it is. So, um, but it is a pretty divey bar. It's like an old, there's like an old Italian man sitting out front. Um, the door is like a, a beer barrel. Um, it's a good, it's a, it's a really good place for food. Does the old Italian man yell racial slurs? No, it's like a statue. Oh. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, Frankie's Pub and Grill in Sheboygan. Um, but like I said, the sandwich is really good. They have a They're huge too. Like, yeah, the like I said, sandwiches. So just like, a burger though, no fries. 
Uh, no, it comes with sides. Same no, but for the challenge. No, the oh, challenge, the challenge, yeah. I believe, is just the burger. That's oh, I think yeah. we should make a trip down to Sheboygan and get some free burgers there, boys. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Hang out with Kelly and Tom. Yeah. For like sure. That, that'd be a no-doubter easy thing to do. I don't know. Like, my cousin tried, and he couldn't do it. See, I think the way to attack it is you've got to you take the bun off. You go bun first. No, you go burgers first. That Sheboygan hard roll is going to fill you up, buddy. Yeah, you go burgers first. Burgers first, bun, then hit the bacon because apparently there's a bunch of bacon. Yeah, that's a I bacon. I don't want that on, bacon sitting on me too long. It's bacon on every layer, but then it's also lettuce. Um, there's pickles. like fried onions. Well, you need the cheese re- or the roughage to fucking clean yeah. the yellow. Pickles, after. pickles, tomatoes, and then it does look like there's another bun in between. Like so, it's like so bun, it's like a, so like a patty, patty, yeah, yeah, bun, patty, patty, bun, patty, patty, patty. bun. I still think the best way to attack this, like I said, take the buns off, get your meat and some of your veggies out of the way. See, I think I do the buns last. Yeah, exactly. That that'd be that'd be the way to do it. Because the meat's gonna go down, the meat's gonna slide down. Those mm-hmm. buns are gonna take some. They're gonna take some work, the, but I think that bacon, all that grease is gonna sit on you. The buns are are huge. I I'm not even. They're they're really big. I think they the, especially I, make them. That's right. I think the buns are the challenge point. <clears throat> like I think if you look at it, just. The buns, don't get me wrong, that's going to definitely be the, the challenge point. I'm just trying to figure out the best way to, to get about it. Because like I said, I think that bacon grease, you don't want to just have that sit on you because that's going to... If anything, you just throw the bacon grease in with the bun to soften that mm-hmm. bun up. Yeah, it's true. Do you know what I'm saying? Yep, Finish the exactly. burger patties first. Put them... As soon as you get it, yep. put the bacon on the bun. Let that thing soak up a little bit. Yeah, uh, well, absolutely. That's, then so, then you can the, even use... taco that bacon and that that bun yeah and then use use the buns to soak up all the juice and everything at the at the end too, and, and really it. soften that up and i think break right that there. apart a little bit yeah yeah so that's a 50 dollar meal so i don't think that's terrible for, for what are you guys doing saturday what are you guys doing saturday <laughs> <laughs> we are headed to sheboygan what are you doing saturday boys well, it sounds like it might be going down to eat a burger. <laughs> All right. Should, should be another new segment where we but go try a, eating challenges. We almost need a nap after that, though. Like, yeah, for I don't sure. Know if we could, I don't know if I'd be functioning after trying to think Oh, there's that. no chance in hell. That's uh, yeah, so I maybe usually, Ralph in the parking lot to go take yeah, a nap and right. come back at night. The sandwich I usually get is, well, it's the big one, but it has like full chicken wings on it. It's like a buffalo chicken, chicken sandwich, chicken whatever. Chicken breasts. Some what did wings. I say? Wings. Oh, yeah. There's like two full chicken breasts on it. Like, I was about to say, chicken wings aren't that impressive. No, no, no. no. <laughs> They're relatively small. No, no, no. I, I meant two full chicken like breast things on the sandwich. So, so is the five-pound burger something you prep for? Like, is that something you no. make this weekend, or do you just go in... I don't know. So I think said. the strategy to this, and I think you gotta you gotta look up some competitive eaters, but I think you go heavy on the water the day before. And kind of expand that a little bit. See, I I, I might Sean's over here. I think we're on the same page. Yeah. I think you might just show up and just try to push it in. Exactly. I'm I'm right there with Don't you think with about it too much. Just put her down. Yeah. See, I think this is one of the easier ones because there's one in Wisconsin at like a breakfast place that's like you think you sent it to me that that chick that did the breakfast oh, challenge yep. where it's like the hash browns, the pancakes. I, I think you only got like 30 minutes or something like that to do be, that. That'd be way harder than this. I feel it'd be, it'd be the same. Like, I don't know if you've heard of it, but the black otter supper club where you got to eat the, what is it? 84 ounce prime rib. Sure. It's Ooh. five 
five prime rib, five six. or six prime ribs, or the bones. It's it's five. If it's eighty four ounces, it's like five pounds of beef. Yeah, and change five and change. Yeah, well, this is a five and a half pound burger, though. I'm saying the prime rib might be easier than the burger. You don't gotta worry about the bun. Yeah, but you, I think with that one you have to have a salad. You gotta have the potato. You oh. gotta. I kind of like the prime quarter one, too. Yeah. Well, the prime quarter, we should do that just because that's like 40 ounces. Oh, that's nothing. I was about to say, that's a... It's the Texas toast and potato, though, that gets you. But, yeah, you the the meat itself. Yeah. Or the one, the one in, the big one in Texas that you see all the eating challenges. We got to start rewatching Man vs. Food and right? go on these places. <laughs> We're gonna I don't know if it. I want to start touring the country <laughs> trying to eat food, though. <laughs> <laughs> that, that'd, be, that, that'd be the life though wouldn't it but yeah like think about being that uncomfortable in a hotel room though at least like when you gotta take a deuce at home you have that home field advantage poop like yeah but you don't have to clean it up at a hotel that's a good point <laughs> there that you could go. not be understated enough you are pooping on somebody else's ground but you don't have to clean up you could say if you were going on a flight places i could see i could see more yeah, you're not flying on that you're, you're that's not gonna tear up that that airplane toilet you almost gotta leave yourself like a 48 hour lead time like after the challenge <laughs> is done like 48 hours after the fact a um, hard 36 for sure yeah that's that, not you're not leaving town the next day no you're, you're gonna sit in bed most ah, see that'd be the thing would it be the life yeah but would it be miserable like losing a day every week after doing a food challenge Imagine how much money you make on a Thursday, though. Like, you go do that on a Thursday. You recover Friday by Saturday, Sunday. You're ready to go. It's a lot of meat. I mean, you're probably going to die young, but. (laughs) (laughs) It was a good run. You're not here for a long time. You're here for a good time, right? But this one you're forgetting. You can only you only 45 minutes. That, yeah, that's easy. That's, that's, that's way easy. The forty-five minutes is the of time. fact that you, I okay. Well, now I gotta see it because you guys are talking all like me, me, me. No, I don't think it'd be easy. I don't. I don't think any of us are saying it's gonna be like a walk in the park. I'm saying forty-five minutes is an adequate amount of time yeah. for five pounds of beef. All right, that's way more than enough time. All like right. the the one that we talked about, the breakfast one was like thirty minutes, and that that, that was pancakes, would, hash browns, eggs, bacon, sausages, everything. Yeah, I mean. If you're, that's a lot of food to have in a half hour. The hash browns alone. Because I think that was six pounds of food. Yeah. What's the poundage on this burger we're talking about? Like, what's the, how much actual, like, what's the. What's the cooked weight? Yeah, what's the weight that's sitting on my plate? It doesn't say. It's got to be five pounds of beef, probably a couple pounds of bacon. You're probably probably, 10 pounds of food. Yeah, eight, eight to ten pounds. Eight, 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 I would say for sure. Yeah, it says five point five to six quadruple bacon cheeseburger challenge. Five point five to six. Well, it says four twelve ounce beef burger patties are stacked, layered with three slices. Yeah, but you're of cooking cheese. that down. You're cooking that down probably to eight. Three slices of cheese on each patty. Crispy bacon strips on each of the cheeseburger patties. Three pieces of bun to hold this together with onions, pickles, tomatoes, and lettuce. Can you order without the tomatoes? That's a good question. Like, can I? S- Here's the burger right here. This is what I've been looking for. There it is. Oh, that's doable. That's doable. Oh, totally doable. I'm not as confident. <laughs> All right, boys. That's a Can't lot of bread. It, that's a lot of bread. It that's is. Why I'm you telling you. Last, though. I'm telling you. Look at this compared yeah, I, to a little I, teddy I feel, bear. I feel like you have a you have a oh, cold, okay. cold beer not- with it. 
Just sip I don't on. think beer's the way to go. I think that's like. Wait, you're gonna go water? I probably go coke. Oh, oh that's worse. Oh, oh, oh. Something to burp. That's worse. Something to burp and free no, yourself up a little no. bit. Because you're gonna have beef chunks coming up with that coke. Yeah, <laughs> it's fair. Oh, I, I'm gonna guess with you, Ralph. You're probably. Uh, that's gonna hurt like a bitch. I was about to say that's a lot of food coming out. <laughs> See, of that's one why else. you gotta like tap on like some vanilla ice cream or something like that after, just to help it cool. Oh down. no, I'm not touching <laughs> nothing. I'm gonna finish that lay in the parking lot. Yeah, it just looks a little bit scary. I'm not saying it doesn't look scary. I'm saying that it, that's a terrible. The picture. really sad part though is they're closed from the 19th through the 25th, so we can't do it this uh, weekend. Oh, that's disappointing. But we'll have to do it on like some weekend in the winter time when no one has anything going on. And we'll just all take a run down to Sheboygan. <laughs> yeah, we'll caravan to Sheboygan uh. and eat some Frankie's Challenge. All right. See, I might watch you guys to Frankie's Challenge. Oh. I might want to party with Tom. Yeah, there you go. Anyway, so just to wrap up, what are we rooting for in the upcoming week that's not football? Ramsey. I was going to say NASCAR, but they're in Texas, so I don't know. Ugh. Ugh. Sean, anything? I don't know. Do you go Brewers? That's kind of what I'm thinking of. Because I'm, I'm think they're be... still around. They're still in playoff contention for some reason because yeah, San Diego has been as bad as them. You've got a four-game set coming up against Cincinnati this weekend. Uh, a must-win series coming up, and the you know I think the schedules for San Diego is not an easy schedule. So you've got to win some games coming up here. Uh, three weeks of the season left, or two and a half really at this point. But so time to make it happen. Get that late run. Sneak in. Anything can happen after that. Shauna. I'm rooting for cooler weather. If we can turn the air conditioning off, open the windows. Woohoo! All right. For Ramsey, Sean, Shauna, myself, Eric, Justin, who's not here. Episode 88's in the books. We're out. See ya. Bye. See you. Later. <laughs> <laughs>